Alright guys, welcome to the Media Hijack Podcast. I'm your host, Billy Walters. And joining me is Chris Unholy Jesus. Sup universe, what's good? That shit was loud. Oh, that what? intro music, little loud. Oof. I don't who the fuck produced this podcast? Because oh, everybody's excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode. So today we're going to be talking about Kyle Odom, mm-hmm. which is, uh, was it four years ago? 2016 is when he shot a pastor, but yeah. the pastor survived. But we're going to explain, explain the whole story, and we're going to read his manifesto, which is super interesting. Hell yeah. Strange and damn, that's... Can I get a movie? <laughs> can, yeah, dude. Can he, I get he a needs, He movie. needs a fucking movie and shit. Something. I want to hear his side. What's up, Robert? Shell Shock. We Ro- see you. Roberto. What's good? Hey, hey stick, stick around, Robert. You're going to want to hear the story. <clears throat> All right. So if you guys want to buy some T-shirts, head over to TheMediaHijack.com. Get you guys some T-shirts. And if you guys want to watch the replay for the Twitch show, just head to our YouTube page. Also, uh, Reddit. If you guys want to head over to our Reddit. Be a part of the, the group. Post mm-hmm. whatever you guys want to post. Don't post no porno, though. You don't want to do that. Please don't. Also, iTunes people, make sure you guys rate, comment, and subscribe. Give us that five star. It's going to really help us, you know, make our show bigger. Hell yeah, man. We need that, man. We need the, Climb up the this algorithm hole. to help us reach a, like, a broader audience. Yes, the algorithm is fucking is super duper important. Shoddy Rich, I see you. It's good, homie. All right, so uh, we're going to do things like a little different today. So mm-hmm. We're going to be reading the manifesto. So we'll get to a point where we're going to stop, discuss it, and then we'll read the chat. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to really look at the chat. We're, ju- we're going to focus on the story, uh, then get to the chat later. Yes, sir. You guys are cool with that, right? Yes. People in the chat? Yes. Let's get it. Cool, cool. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> All right, let's get started. All right, so who is who is Kyle Odom? Yeah. All right, so Kyle Odom, he grew up in Idaho. After after high school, he joined the Marine Corps. And then he developed like an interest in science. And then he went to for a degree in biochemistry. And then he received he, he received like a whole bunch of awards and all this cool shit. And then he graduated. And then he got invited to a prestigious university and started to study genetics. So this kid is a smart kid. Fuck yeah, little, little genius baby. Yeah, this smart kid. He's a normal smart guy. He <clears throat> went to the Marines, went to school after that, mm. and then did his thing. Hey. But then later, what's fucked up, 2016, shot a pastor 12 times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or was it six? We're going to talk about that. On the news, it was six times. Yes. But he said he shot this. 12. He shot the pastor 12 times. So he went to a church. Shot up this pastor. His name was Tim Remington. Yeah, there you go, there you go. Yeah. Shot the dude. And then people are like, what the fuck is going on? Why why did this crazy white man mm-hmm. come out of nowhere shooting? And he shot the pastor with hollow point bullets. Just blew his ass away. Yeah. Six times. Yeah, six One times. One time in the head. Yes. Got hit in, got hit in, got hit in the fucking noodle with a hollow point. Yeah. And- so when you hear that story, you see it on the news. You're saying, okay, this guy's a crazy White psycho guy, mm-hmm. typical guy. He goes into a church, shoot up the building, mm-hmm. right? But then, what's crazy about the story? He has he he written out a manifesto about why, why he did all this shit. Yeah, well, led down to this this path of mm-hmm. why he had to go after that that, uh, that pastor and shit. Yeah, so we'll we'll talk about that because 
right, right after he shot the pastor, went in his car, went to the airport, flew to D.C. Mm-hmm. This is when he typed up his manifesto. Uh, then he got the documents and the USB drive. He threw it over uh, the White House fence because mm-hmm. he wanted the president to get the information. Yeah. Mind you, at the time, the president of the United States is Obama. So this has been... If I remember correctly, because I remember you asked me about this story before, um, I knew of it. I didn't know it went this damn deep, but I knew it happened. I remember hearing about it like on CNN or some shit years ago during like the Republican debates, I think, or some shit. So it was like around that time before Trump won and all that, but Obama was still the active president at the time. Yeah. And he like just chucked that shit over the fucking fence and Secret like, Service ran up on his ass. Secret Service, they saw it. They're like, because he was, a, he was a wanted man on the run. Yeah. So they were, you know, they saw this guy throw this shit over the fence. And then he checked out for the dude that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Boom, they got him, went to jail. Yeah. I think he spent, he's still in jail now. They didn't kill him. Yeah, he's, but he's doing like 25 years. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be eligible for parole to 2026. Sounds about, I mean, I, give or take. I think like within 10 years, he'll be eligible for parole. But yeah. he's serving like 25 year sentence. So. Yeah. Cause he but the guilty. pastor, the pastor didn't even die. Yeah. What's weird about it, the pastor? Dude, he went to like give us a, a sermon. All normal. All he had was a fucking a cast. After he got sh- after he got shot in a noodle with a hollow, hollow point. point, the dude was okay. Okay, hit six times. That's wild, right? That's fucking crazy. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna start telling the story of who the hell is Kyle Odom? Yeah, normal guy. He went to school, got he did his thing, and. It's, it's like nothing crazy about him, you know? No, no kind of... I even try to look up some shit about him. No kind of real traumatic history. No, like, he came from a good family and shit like that. I mean, yeah, he, not saying that it's impossible for somebody not to lose their fucking mind. Yeah. And, you know, they, they it's impossible for them to come from a good family. But, I mean, see, my shit was straight and just out of nowhere. This is... <clears throat> all hell just broke loose. It all broke loose. All right, let's get started. I'm, I'm going to read this one first. Let's get it. All right. <clears throat> Okay. Oh, cool. All right. So why did he do it? All right. So my life was ruined. Ruined by an intelligent species of amphibian humanoid from Mars. He said, I wish I was joking, but keep reading. They were here, they were here long before we ever existed. Their technology is millions of years more advanced than ours. I've seen them do things that defy all comprehension. So he's seen them do really advanced things. Mm. He's seen it through meditation, but we'll get to that. Mm. He says they have a massive breeding stock of humans, which they breed and control from birth. They use these humans to live vicarious lives among us. They appear to be completely normal, but they are good at imitating humans, human behavior. So they could take on like a a form of a human, Mm. but they're not actually humans. They're just walking among us looking like humans. Yeah. Because they're so fucking cool and advanced. They could do shit like that. They live. Yeah. The actual Martians live deep underground here and inside the moon. They take control of wild human beings like us mm-hmm. and use them as sex slaves. Don't believe me? Ask President Obama to take a lie detector test on this one. He wouldn't take it because Obama probably fell. He probably failed, dude He says they tried to take me But they were unable to control my mind They've been following me ever since 
I tried everything to get my life back. I begged, I bargained, and I threatened. Everything I tried to do was sabotage. I attempted suicide twice. That's two times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they stopped me both times. That means he didn't try hard enough. Yeah, for real. <laughs> he went to suicide practice and fell. Twice. Two Come times. Come on. <laughs> if you didn't die the first time, go a little harder the second yeah. time. I mean, you know, go all in. You know. But I'm not saying... Guys, don't sure, do, do it suicide. again if you fail the first time. We got our platform. Yeah, right. <laughs> suicide is not, it's not the answer. We do, we're not condoning that <laughs> shit at all. <laughs> uh, Jesus we, Christ. If we were famous, we got banned like that. Instantly. Uh, he says, uh, my last resort was to take action that would bring this to the public's attention. Read my story to learn what happened to me and why they targeted me. So now we're going to get to the part where why did they pick this guy why did they target him? Yes. And Chris is going to read the story. <clears throat> Reading Rainbow. All right. So we're going to start off with my story. And this takes place in spring of 2014. Now, this is in, out here in uh, Moscow, Idaho. Everything started while I was at the University of Idaho. Spring 2014 was my final semester. And I was taking a heavy course load. I was very stressed due to the intensity of my schedule, so I searched for a way to cope. I discovered meditation, which seemed to help. So it became a part of my daily routine. As I learned more about meditation, I became interested in the consciousness of our ability to affect it. I kept working on my meditation techniques and began achieving extreme states of consciousness. That's crazy. So he... He got into such a deep meditation that he started to, yes, what like j- it, jump out his body or something. Uh, yeah, it seemed like he was trying to do like just with the astral projection and all that. Or he was, uh, he discovered meditation to kind of help out with just kind of coping with all the stresses of going through, uh, you know, just with him going through school and all this other stuff. Because with the profession that he seemed like he was shooting for, anyways. Is probably put, I, I guarantee you it would put a strain on the human psyche. Yeah. So I think anything in the medical field. Yeah, put just a strain. Stra- yeah, because you gotta memorize like turn like just terminologies and shit like that. You know, so uh, Advil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So um, so basically, his uh, escapism, or at least to uh, kind of keep him grounded or relaxed, was meditating. Mm. So that was his his little thing. That's normal. Yeah, I mean, I, I always I always advocate for meditating anyways. Anybody dealing with, like, depression or stress, like, you know, kind of, like, take it down a level, just stop for a second. Because as anybody who's a, a, a working adult right now can understand that, you know, like, it gets very stressful being an adult at times. And life is like a fucking rat race. So sometimes you just need to take it back a little bit, mm-hmm. relax, collect yourself a little bit. Take the foot off the gas a little. Yes. All right. This is a... This continued until I encountered another being through meditation. It happened one night in February 2014. It was one of the most profound experiences I've ever had. I was lying in bed meditating, then suddenly left my physical body. Mm, so he's astral projecting. Yes, he, he's, oh, he's, he's out. He's free bird. Free falling. He says, uh, I entered a space that was completely dark and had no awareness of my physical boundaries, boundaries and orientation. I felt very peaceful. I felt very peaceful there until a blue light began to approach me. Mm. As the blue light got closer, I realized it was another being. Whoa. Once I was in the being's presence, I felt an immediate sense of wrongdoing. I felt like I was being told, you shouldn't be here. Damn. 
I instantly conceded and felt guilty. Then I began to distance myself from the being. This had an impact on them and seemed to change their mind about me. The moment I began to distance myself from the being, I I became overwhelmed by the feeling I can only describe as unconditional love. During this part of the experience, my mind became connected and I saw that the being was female. I began to feel the most euphoric, comforting, and blissful feelings I have ever felt. It is incredibly powerful and life-altering. Damn. Next thing I knew, I woke up. I had tears in my eyes and I couldn't get out of bed. I felt a, I felt a profound sense of loss, like I had just lost someone close to me. It was very painful. A few minutes later, the experience left my mind, against my will, and I went about my day. After that, I had no urge to meditate at all. Even the time, every time I even thought about meditation, the thought was stripped from my mind. When I finally did try meditating again, I was unable to achieve anything. I didn't think much of it, much of it at the time, but I knew it wasn't going to improve. Ultimately, I decided to give up on meditation and just focus on my classes. Good job. I'll take it from here. All right. So, the remainder of the semester became exceedingly easy for me. It felt like I had tapped into some kind of power. I was exerting no mental effort, even though the classes had been extremely difficult before. I had began to have complex thoughts and depths of understanding I have never reached before. So, after he started doing this meditation, right, mm-hmm. he saw a little a beam of light. He felt like it was like a female presence. Yeah, yeah. And he, had, he felt overwhelmed, love and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but he felt like he wasn't supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he went to like a, a sacred place mm-hmm. where humans like us, we weren't supposed to reach there. Mm-hmm. Only like, I guess, special people are supposed to go there. So, he went there accidentally through like meditation. And then he started achieving like knowledge because he was saying like as he was like ending his semester mm-hmm. everything like was so easy to him yeah, yeah like like stuff that he would think that was difficult before mm. it was all easy now yeah so he got like so much knowledge like he he became like a super smart guy yeah even more smart yeah so after about a month later i started interviewing at the graduate schools i had applied to Shortly after the interviews were done, I started receiving offers. I decided to accept the offer from Baylor College of Medicine to work on my PhD in human genetics. I was very excited about the opportunity to work at such a prestigious university. The future looks bright, looked bright, and I couldn't wait to get started. So he was like on the path of like... She was looking good. Yeah, smart kid. Studying uh, human genetics, which right now is a big thing with CRISPR technology. Oh, yeah, big ass field. You know, modifying the human DNA, which I think that is the future, but I think it could lead to like uh, a dark future. Yeah, it could be really good or really bad it could, if misused properly, you know? Like, yeah, because let's say that they, they modify the human DNA so much to where. Like Bob was saying earlier, like the aliens, they don't have no sexual organs. Mm. So let's say like in the future, like future humans, they don't even have like cocks and vaginas anymore. Just like looking like, like a Ken doll. Yeah, looking like a Ken doll because we don't need her no more because now everything is all mental. Mm. Like every, you do everything all sexually mental. 
And then now they're producing babies. They can make them like in a fish tank. Yeah, that's like the movie. Uh, you ever seen? <laughs> you ever seen um, Demolition Man? Mm-mm. All right, it's a movie with Sylvester Stallone. Right, it takes place in like in the distant year of like, I think it was like 2010 or some shit. But the movie takes place like in the 90s, or whatever. But basically, there's a scene in the movie where uh, Sylvester Stallone and um, what's that chick's name? Uh, like Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they're supposed to be having like a sex scene, but they like use this like kind of like this um kind of like VR stuff. Yeah, kind of like technology to where you know they're supposed to have sex using their melting their minds together, doing that type of shit. Yeah, yeah. But he's like a dude from like the '90s, so he's like, "What the hell is this? Like, we supposed to be getting like hot and sweaty and stuff?" She's like, no, that's disgusting. We do it with like this technology now. It's like meeting of the minds type thing, and that's when you draw like a real. It's a deeper connection more than anything physical you can do. Yeah, I'm like oh, having sex on yeah, a different plane. On a different plane, yeah. And you understand each other a hell of a lot more than just like banging some random you can put chick. your dick anywhere. <laughs> and pff, anywhere. There's more than th- 12 holes. Now, I'm pretty sure it's probably a hell of a lot more stimulating on the mind. You'd be like, mm-hmm. You come out like, yo, I feel like I have grown in my whole life. Tickle your H spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is somewhere like inside. Somewhere. <laughs> Let's get to the chat and then uh, we'll go back. Okay. All right. So Robert says uh, CIA used this to spy on people and space. Uh, remote viewing, right? That, that yeah, remote out. viewing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So remote, remote, remote viewing is like a, I will say like a light version of astral projection. Astral projection would be like the super hardcore. I always thought remote viewing and astral projection were the same thing. It's two different uh, things. I well, astral like, projection, like you're actually like leaving the body. Your body is like, ooh, fucking but, surfing. Okay, but your remote viewing is kind of like you can see the location of yeah. whatever they want you to see. It's okay. just like this TV show I just finished on Netflix. It's called uh, Behind Her Eyes. It's actually about it, yeah. astral projection. Like okay. when they did it, the blue beam actually comes out of like their body oh. and they're just flying around, just like what he described. Okay. Tenendo, dude. Man, it's been a while, man. What's up? What's going on, dude? Peekaboo, what's up, man? Shell Shock says uh, Billy doesn't know how to use the three seashells. Okay, Shell Shock, let me jump in. Honestly, you're starting to sound like paranoid schizophrenia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shell Shock, uh, three seashells, don't nobody know how to use that shit. The fuck is that, Shell Shock? It's from Demolition Man. There's like, in the future, <laughs> you go to the bathroom, right? They don't have any tissues. Mm-hmm. They have three seashells. It's no tissues. Oh. So you have to figure out, how, no, to this day, this everybody's, painful. everybody's like, do you scoop the shit out with the one seashell? Do you do the other one with the, like, what do you do? Like, are there three seashells used to scoop out the shit, the residue shit in your butt? Mm-hmm. That's why I thought it was, but I guess it's like three different purposes for the seashells and oh, but nobody knows. Not even you, shell shocks. I just use my hand, dude. For real, just yeah. Just I'm go. a I'm an animal, just, man. Just sling that shit. All right, we're gonna we're gonna get back to the story. Yeah. All right, uh, we're gonna start like uh, <clears throat> July 2014. Yes, sir. Let's get it. All right. Well, I'll let you go. Oh, you want to go? Uh, about to do something real quick. Do your thing, chicken wing. All right. So the date now is. July 14th to October 20... I said July 14th. July 2014 to October 2014. Now, this place takes place in Houston, Texas. Everything changed once I started the program. The moment I arrived... Oh, bad, bad. <laughs> God bad, damn it. Shit. The moment I arrived, I could see the flaws in every professor's research. So basically, at this point right now, keep, make sure everybody's on track. Um, Kyle is basically going back to school, right? He's doing, doing classes, whatnot. And because of this enlightenment that he's gotten from being on the other side, every professor that he's seeing in these, the professors that he has these classes with, um, he's seeing the flaws in their logic of their teachings. Because now he's, 
basically he's like we just talked about before he's on that higher level of yeah his mind like ever since he did that meditation and then he yeah was chilling with those blue people mm, he's back with some new shit he, he's kind of flexing right now he's, yeah, he's flexing the knowledge that he gained okay so uh my mind was so expanded that i could instantly understand the implications of entire research projects because of this i was able to see weaknesses in all the available projects this caused me to become very concerned about what i was doing and i felt like i was wasting my time i voiced my concerns to my advisor and he casually brushed them aside he told me, just have fun. It'll be fun. I kept trying to get motivated, but things continued to get worse. So I was seeing flaws in the foundations of genetics and other fields. I got to the point where I couldn't stop talking about them. To make things worse, no one else seemed to care, which really bothered me. All these issues made it impossible for me to continue, so I decided to leave. Imagine like being the smartest person. And then not being able to talk to other people because you're so far ahead, mm-hmm. like with intelligence. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you feel like it's gotta be alone ag- and out of place? It's got to be aggravating. I would it assume it's got to be frustrating. Like, what the fuck are these people thinking? Like, why is it not nobody like, thinking the way I'm thinking? Damn. That's crazy. Kind of reminds me of somebody. All right. I don't, I don't get we'll that. Do like, we'll do like a paragraph each. Okay. <clears throat> Are you sure you want to do the dates each, or I can go down to the next date? Okay, okay, yeah, I see. I got you. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, okay, so the day after I decided to leave, my, uh, the day I decided to leave, my life became a living hell. Oh, no. I couldn't sleep, and my mind felt sapped. I was entirely at peace with my decision, so I knew something strange was happening to me. After a few days of this, two of the graduate students began reaching out to me. And he redacts their names from his uh, manifesto, or at least yes, so they, they, the, the names are blacked out. So it's blank blank and blank. So uh, Billy and Chris, <laughs> 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 I barely knew them. So it seemed unusual they would contact me. When I went to see them, they both kept pointing their fingers at me saying, pew, pew, like they were shooting a gun. They did this over and over, and I kept wondering what their problem was. <clears throat> so also, too, this is like months after he left Houston. Um uh, it basically says like months after I left Houston, I was told that Eugene and Brandon, okay, are not were not human. So I guess that's two days I was supposed to be redacted. Uh, they were tasked with making making me into the next school shooter, as they called it. I imagine this is why many of our school shootings take place. Uh, anyways, things slowly improved, and I stopped talking with blank and blank, and I and I was mentally exhausted. I tried to figure out what to do with my life. But I could hardly think. Eventually, I left Texas and started applying for jobs all over the country. A few months later, things took a strange turn. Okay, so he's saying like these two guys, they were fucking with him. Yeah. Trying to get into his head mentally, saying that they're trying to create him into like the next school shooter. Either they was making fun of him as being the next school shooter. And it seems like he was thinking like they're trying to push me to the point of right. becoming a school shooter. Mm. That's what I was took away from before when I read it. You think like uh like all those other school shootings or um events where they go do some crazy shit. You know how after they're done doing it, right? They're always saying shit like they were in my head telling me to do it. Yeah. 
you think this might be the same similar thing that's similar, with yeah. those crazy guys that go on like massacres and yeah. stuff like some like the devil told me to do type shit or whatever right. but this is like because they never see it coming like those school shootings and stuff like that the stuff that just doesn't make sense like hey why did this guy just go out and just shoot a school like that there's like uh you ever heard of this, this serial killer named son of sam yeah um back in the 70s he was a serial killer who he was getting his orders from his neighbor's dog that was always barking but this dog that he would would tell him to go out to kill people damn so it was kind of like that type of shit that's what i was thinking of when i was reading I'm like, okay so he he is thinking that these dogs that because in reality he kills the dog he like threw like he threw like a Molotov on a dog or some shit and then shot it mm. because he wouldn't shut the fuck up and then he still kept seeing the dog and the dog was like hey like because the guy the guy who owned the dog his his name was Sam so I guess the dog's name was like Son of Sam or whatever oh the dog's name was Sam or some shit but basically the dog was like a representation of Satan and so in his mind so basically Satan was telling him like kill these promiscuous women out there this that and the third and kill all these people doing this shit whatever. And so, but yeah, yeah he's re- he was receiving instructions from a dog. So maybe this is a very similar situation where he thinks he's receiving instructions to go, you know, you know, to break bad, you know, to, you know, you know, to become a school shooter. He thinks they're pu- trying to push him to that point of becoming something that he kind of doesn't want to be. That's why I assume that's what Kyle's thinking. Like they're trying to like, you know, pew, pew, they're trying to pew, pew. pew I want pew. you to kill all those kids. Shoot them people up. What's that one school? Mount Zion High School? Oh. Light those kids up. Uh, this is our last episode, guys. Hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> okay. October 2014 to August 2015. In spring 2015, I finally secure an interview with a food company. I thought I was about to get something going on with my life, but I was wrong. I couldn't sleep at all the night before my interview. I literally stay awake the entire night, which had never happened to me before. I look unrecognizable in the mirror the next morning, and my mind felt sapped worse than I had in Houston. Needless to say, the interview didn't go well. I couldn't think, and I had extreme difficulty with normal conversations. After interview was over, I suddenly felt fine and looked perfectly normal. I slept great that night, then made my way to the airport the next morning. This is where the story gets weird. On the plane ride back home, my seat was taken. I asked the flight attendant and she directed me to a new seat. Once I sat down, an older gentleman in front of me kept glancing back until he got my attention. As he kept looking back, my head began to hurt and tingle. The moment my head began to hurt, his lips curled up into this evil looking smile. (laughs) The pain was tingling in my head, continued for the rest of the flight, and got more intense as time went, went on. Every time I felt it, the man would start taking notes in a notepad. About halfway through the flight, someone else in front of me held up a newspaper that said, Psychic Reading. For like five minutes straight. (laughs) It was blatantly obvious they were doing something to me, but I didn't know what. Once we landed, the older gentleman kept showing me his track phone as if to say, get one of these. I I had applied to several government agencies before this happened, so I thought this might be their way of contacting me. Out of curiosity, I decided to go buy a track phone. I checked it every day to see if anyone messaged or called. After about a month, 
Later, I got a text message from a man named John Padula. He invited me to church at the altar. It seemed like a strange place to be recruiting for government jobs, but I went anyway. After I got there, I went inside. Something felt very wrong. I felt as if my life was in danger, and I became so uncomfortable, I had to leave. And this is at a church. Yeah. Do you ever go to church and feel uncomfortable? All the time. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I go and I'm like, can we cut this short? I got to get the fuck out of here. Kind of hot in here. (laughs) Can we crack that? that, uh, I I know exactly what he feels. Can we crack that uh, glass pane window open? Mm Mm-hmm. I, I smell Martians. <laughs> they fucking smell like vinegar, you know? <laughs> all right, all right. My We're back on track. I almost choked on my beard. <laughs> my bad. My bad. <laughs> all right. Okay, so a couple of days later, I start receiving text messages from Tim Remington. At first, they were innocuous Bible message. Is that how you say that? Innocuous? Uh, Inculus? Uh, Anaclis? I would okay. Anaclis, yeah. okay, there were Bible messages. But then he started threatening me. <laughs> he started getting threatened by the pastor. <laughs> he sent me messages talking about their power and other things. He did all this through Bible verses, so it would not look suspicious. I ignored everything until he sent one final text message, which simply said, Angels. I thought nothing of it until helicopters started flying around my house all day and all night. At this point, I knew I was in trouble. I knew I needed to contact them. So I made an appointment to meet John Padula for coffee. Little did I know he had no intentions of meeting me. After making the appointment to meet John, something very bizarre happened. I received, I received the most unnatural... Wait, what? I'm thinking it says orgasm because oh. it's blanked out. So Okay, so I received the most unnatural orgasm I ever had. It felt like someone was manually pumping blood into my penis. Yes, that's definitely what it is. Yeah, Yeah, you get that now. (laughs) I don't know how else to describe it. Immediately after that, a song began playing in my head. The lyrics went, Sister, sister, he's just a plaything. We want to make him stay up all night. And she said he'd he'd never heard a song like that before, and he had no idea what it meant. But I'm pretty sure we all know what that means. Yeah. They're trying to fucking yeah. fuck with him. Yeah. He says, I tried to ignore it and kept searching for jobs. A few minutes later, the song quit playing. Want me to take over? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> all right, so basically he's getting, you know, they fucking with him. They're like putting, pumping all the blood into his dick. <laughs> Make him stay up all night. <laughs> Damn. Fucking the job, Kyle. Uh, says, uh, nothing else happened. Until I tried to go to sleep that night. Uh-oh. Uh, as soon as I got into bed, the, so- the song started again. Sister, sister, he's just a plaything. <laughs> That's my favorite song. We want to make him stay up all night. Sounds like a early 2000 song, <laughs> too. <Blue balls. laughs> um, as it turned out, they weren't kidding. I got literally zero minutes of sleep that night. Every time I started to drift off... I was woken up violently, and then the song would play. Mm. When the sun came up, I gave up trying to sleep and got out of bed. I was I was relieved at first because the song had quit playing. I thought the torture was over until a voice entered my mind. The voice said, you're going to be uncomfortable. All you have to do is breathe. I sat there wondering what this meant until the voice spoke again 
It told me I was going to be I was going to be sacrificed like Jesus Whoa. and get beheaded. Whoa. This threw me into complete panic. My heart began racing and I started to have a mental breakdown. Dude, I would be so fucking scared. Uh yeah. I'm like, hold on, bro. It feel I'm like, like you're you're about to die, right? Yeah. Uh, or something I felt like. that like one time before. And then I, I told him, oh, I don't want to die yet. <laughs> oh, it's like just yeah. expecting to just die? Yeah. It's uh, almost like they, they gave me like an option. Like, if you want to see the truth, you got to die. I was like, I'm I was like oh, hmm, no, maybe next time. I'm sorry, good. guys. <laughs> I'm good, man. That's Thanks. scary, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I can understand like, like the fear he went through. Like when he saw something like that, being sacrificed like Jesus. Yeah, imagine like just now after at this point, imagine like okay, now he now Kyle is waiting to die. Like just just like you know you feel like you're gonna die soon, you just don't know when. So just imagine right. just having no wait. Imagine that shit with like anxiety. Yeah. Like that that shit would have that shit would be fucking yeah. So now like at this point, so Kyle, normal guy, mm-hmm. is not so normal no more. He knows about like all this weird shit now mm-hmm. and like nothing's like a coincidence no more. Mm-hmm. His he feels like these guys are you know, pretty much targeting him. Yeah. They know like he knows something that he's not supposed to know. Yeah. So now they're pretty much targeting this guy. Yeah. Okay, go for it. All right. You want to hit the music? Oh, yeah, yeah. Go Let's ahead. get it. All right. <clears throat> says, a few minutes later, some man knocked on my door. I answered and he gave me a pamphlet talking about the sacrifice of Jesus. My mind started racing out of control and I became completely delirious. I thought for sure I was going to die. My thoughts shifted to my family, and all I could think about was seeing them again. They were in Albuquerque at the time, so I decided to buy a one-way ticket there. When I reached the Spokane airport, my panic subsided. Everything was fine until I got on the plane to Albuquerque. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I sat next to this huge man who kept telling me telepathically, probably too damn big for them seats <laughs> who kept telling me telepathically that he was going to crash the plane fuck that scary shit everything after he spoke every every time after he spoke he would sniff empathetically i didn't know what to do so i just sat there trying to stay calm as possible the man became angry about this and started touching my leg whoa the like second, rub, rubbing his leg? Maybe just like a little squeeze. Like, you know what I would have done? What? I'll rub his leg back. Oh, you'd be like, yo, equal. But same yeah. thing. I was like, you want to play like that? Let's play Let's play the leg game. We can play like that. <laughs> the second he touched me, I could feel him inside my mind. This caused me to panic until I was on the verge of causing a scene. Before I did anything, he told me to calm down and said, you did a great job. Whoa. You passed. Go enjoy your family. What the hell does that mean? We have a job waiting for you when you get back. I thanked him and felt slightly relieved. But I had no intention of contacting him at all. The only thought was to get as far from this far from him as possible. After getting off the plane, I headed to baggage claim. A huge group of them surrounded me there. I watched them cautiously, and then and then they all began sniffing at me. The sniff is something they do all the time. I think it. I think it has something to do with dominance. When I had finally got my bag, I left the airport as fast as I could. My parents were right outside, waiting to pick me up. I was so happy to see them. Yay. See them again. I gave them big hugs, and they told me how much I love them. This was my last happy moment in Albuquerque. However, they followed us everywhere. 
everywhere where we went after that. Whenever I saw, whenever I saw one, they would sniff at me to let them know it was them. They would also, they would also smile, laugh, and stick their tongues out. Mm. As time went on, they started coaxing me to go outside alone. I was scared to death that it would kill me, so I refused. Eventually, they threatened to harm my family, which caused, which caused me to give in to them. I told them I would do whatever they want if they just left my family alone. They responded with, by saying, go to church. I knew they meant to alter, so I agreed to go back. Uh, go when I got back. That's crazy. So Something keeps pulling them back to that fucking spot again. I think that's why like some, some of these guys out here, when they're trying to recruit members to the church, mm-hmm. it's not just getting new members so they can make more money, mm-hmm. but it's trying to find like a person that's that's like open to doing something extra. Okay. Like being like one of their little uh like slaves. Okay. That's not trying extra hard. It's, it's more than just Right. Hey, show up on Sunday. This is like some They're trying to get the vibe, see which human would be like more prone to be uh useful in, in like a a project for using humans as slaves. Could be. Little do they know like they pick on like the weak people that's easy they can get into their their brain and let and t- tell them anything they'd be like yes sir Just I'll follow suck your ding ding. Little did they know Kyle was on some other shit. <laughs> Kyle wasn't having it. Kyle was too smart for that. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle like, said no nah, son ex marine right here. <laughs> you want some of this shit? Ah man. Okay, go ahead. Okay, that was my fault that time. You want me to go? Uh yeah, if you want to take it from there. It was, is it at when I was at the altar? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, when I went to the altar, yeah. When I went to the altar for the first time, <laughs> Jesus, the Batman. people acted very strange. It was unhuman. As I walked into the sermon room, everybody stared at me and began sniffing empathetically. Needless to say, I was scared as hell, but I took a seat. When the service began, a man came and sat down next to me. He sat down. I began smelling something. It was a smell I have never smelled before. The only thing I can compare it to is a reptile and vinegar. After smelling it, I became very uncomfortable. I tried to remain calm and just sat there quietly until the service was over. When the service ended, they said, you can now leave. After that, I knew I wasn't dealing with the government anymore. I realized that whoever I was dealing with was extraterrestrial, so I became very scared. I received no further instructions from them after that, so I began applying for jobs again. Even though I had done exactly as I was told, they still followed followed me everywhere I went. As time went on, they started harassing me day and night. I began to hear voices more often, and I began hallucinating things that I knew weren't real. They also started playing with me sexually. Both males and the females would play out their sexual fantasies in my mind. This came with a random, uncontrollable orgasm as well as extreme penile (laughs) stimulation. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) The harassment continued for weeks and intensified as time went on. (laughs) So he was just gang 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 bang by gang bang by all spirits. these spirits. That's so cool, man. 
He's probably, but he can't sleep though, man. He's probably, they probably got him up all night. He's like, yeah. I ain't got no more left in me, spirits. And they're like, you Yes, you do, Kyle. Squeeze it out. <laughs> we want every drop. That's so cool. <laughs> I did my absolute best to maintain my sanity and try to avoid them. This worked for a while, but eventually I had a huge meltdown. One day I was in a bakery at a Safeway when I got surrounded by a bunch of old men. Some of them looked at me and sniffed, so I knew it was dumb. They started stimulating my cock and my asshole simultaneously. This is in a Safeway. This is a grocery store. This is for the people. It's a grocery store. Simultaneously, and then they spoke aggressively and said, humans are nothing more than the results of a successful genetic experiment. When I heard that line, I was like, I thought this about is you. the realest shit ever. Dude. I thought about you when I read that line, and I was like, mm, I was like, I see why you really want to run with this topic. This, this is, is something. This old school. When I heard that, I was like, Billy this Waters. has to be real. Mm-hmm. Humans are nothing more than a result of a successful genetic experiment. I was like, God damn, uh, that that's was, where we came from, dude. <laughs> we're like the, the missing link was dumb. They came in, they fucked with the wild humans, mm-hmm. changed their DNA, and they made us. We're like the results of their fucking project. Now, if anybody doesn't know, I don't know if we've ever explained it so far in this story. Wild humans are basically just regular humans. Just regular. The humans that are untouched, just motherfuckers, just the, re- the regular people. I guess like wild as, I guess maybe like as is like natural to this planet. Just, primates. Yeah, just primates. Yeah, there you go. That's the best, best way to put it. So I don't want to say something else. I might sound racist. <laughs> Please don't. Just, yeah. Let's go with the story. But it might be real. All right. Back to the story. All right. They also said, uh, you are a threat to the way these people think, and you can no longer be free in society. Your life is over, Kyle Odom. It's like you are nothing but a toy. Your purpose now is to suck dick. <laughs> and it legit says that, people. They were not lying. They were not joking around. It says your purpose now is to suck dick. And what's crazy, this all happened in a grocery store. Mm. All these, a group of men, women, maybe, Sniffing him, grabbed his cock. Another one grabbed his asshole, stimulated simultaneously, and tell him all this shit, saying, "Hey, you guys are just a successful genetic experiment." And you're a toy. Mm-hmm. And then he—they're saying the way he think is too powerful, mm-hmm. and they can't have like a person like this thinking like this in society. So they wanted to get rid of him. Imagine like you're like at a, at a Kroger or just going to Walmart. And you see some dude like you just said to get some bread. Some dude's like. You're like, what the fuck's going on with him? But yeah. this is Kyle Odom. He's just tripping. Kyle Odom. Obviously, you're not going to see it. That's so nasty. I hope they didn't buy any like bread. Hey man, can you put that little, uh, that little yellow wet for floor sign down? Like, I'm like, about to get messy. That's noisy. <laughs> All right. So uh, they continue to say other explicit things that were so obscene. I won't repeat them here. But they finished talking. I became enraged. It took every ounce of willpower I had not to kill them. He is ex-Marine, and I'm pretty sure he can kill kill them with his bare hands. He says, I left the store and tried to calm down, but it only got worse. The rest of the night, they continually stimulated my cock, and I couldn't stop busting nuts. (laughs) It got to the point where I was in serious pain. They finally stopped after I broke down, and I became completely distraught. I knew I couldn't take any more, so I attempted suicide. I filled a charcoal grill with lit coals, put it in my car, rolled up the windows, reclined my seat, and laid there calmly, then 
fell asleep. I should have died, but they woke me up in an extreme panic, which caused me to get out of the car. Here we go. No, I got this part. Okay. As I slowly uh, regained consciousness, I felt very upset to still be alive. I had no clue where to go at that point, so I decided to check myself into the VA. They shipped me straight to the mental ward, and I was admitted. Nothing approved while I was there. The medication they gave me did absolutely nothing. I just sat there surrounded by a bunch of psychotic people and became aspirated. I knew their goal was to ruin my life by making me into a crazy person. I became determined not to let that happen, and I started fighting back. All right. After leaving the VA, <clears throat> everything I tried to do with my life was sabotage. They didn't want me dead, but they also weren't going to let me live. In desperation, I went back to the altar to ask them what they wanted from me. I didn't know what else to do. Also, too, this has in parentheses. Because he's going to kind of explain how how they, to him, in reality, this is how, basically, this is what Kyle's going to explain about how they're fucking with him as compared to something else. Um, Before I tell you their reply, I need to make an important caveat here. I endured so much abuse by this time that I was numb to them. The details of what they've done to me aren't essential to the story, so I won't include them here. I won't include them here. If you want to know more about what I've been through or more, uh, more about them, write me. Just realize I've been tortured more than a POW. All right, that's prisoner of war, right? Yes, sir. So he's saying he's the shit he's been dealing with has been worse than <clears throat> a prisoner of war. Because it's all like mental. Most of it is like mental. Yeah, it's just definitely all in his fucking head. And it's just, it's just like, it's just exhausting. It's like, it's basically they're exhausting them out, just burning yeah. them out. Okay. All right. So their response was, we want you as our sex slave. Yes. Thinking they were serious, I sat there waiting for them to do something. All they did was say, keep coming to church. So I did. Church is not the answer. After a few more services, I found myself talking to Tim Remington face to face he was telling me that I should consider becoming a minister. We were in mid-conversation when he suddenly revealed himself to me. I had no clue how he did it, but it looked as if his human face had become his real face. Mm. It, happened only, it happened for only one to two seconds, but I was able to draw a sketch of what I saw. His eyes stood out, so they captured my attention. They were huge and bulging. The eyelids were darker green, and the irises were yellow, brown with slit pupils. Mm. We're, I'm gonna show you the drawing real quick of what he, uh, he was talking about. Yeah, it looks like a crazy ninja say, turtle. I have the drawing. Hold on, real quick, guys. Yeah. Right. So this is what he was describing as Tim Remington yes. when he saw him. He said he looked like one of these guys. And for anybody who's not watching live, uh, if you just type in Kyle Odom on Google, uh, the first thing that will pop up will be his manifesto. And the picture will be in that manifesto if you just scroll through yeah. it. It's so in he, there. He drew this of Mr. Tim Remington. He showed his true colors. He looked just like this creature right here. Oh, yeah. Little cute little Homer Simpson. Look at little, little, little beak. <laughs> little beak mouth. Yeah. Go ahead. Continue. <clears throat> After witnessing this, nothing else happened. I continued attending the altar for a few more services, waiting for them to do something. They did nothing for they did nothing except for tell me to submit. 
and surrender. I had no clue what they meant. So after I left the church, I never went back. Good job. You got it or you want to keep going? Oh, no, no, go ahead. No, I'm saying like how he left the church. He didn't want to come back. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah, if you go to a church and you feel bad vibes, get the fuck out of there. It's not for you, man. Because if, if your body is getting bad vibes from not just a church, but any location, mm. just get out of there because that's just not the place for a normal human being. For real. Oh, we got to hit the music too. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, my bad, my bad. I felt something was off without the music. You know, <laughs> yeah. just, it didn't feel right, man. Like, I hear you, man. I hear you. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so now we're at uh, August 2015, present time, CDA, Idaho. Um, ID? I don't know what the fuck state is. <laughs> <Somebody> <laughs> Idaho. Let's run it anyway. Let's skip that. <laughs> After leaving the altar, they gave me breathing room. They held back on their harassment, and I began to recover. I decided to make one final attempt at a normal life by pursuing a career as a pharmacist. So I taking classes at NIC to finish up my prereqs I needed. I also started volunteering at a local pharmacy. Unfortunately, they followed me to school. Damn, they're everywhere. All over the fucking place. Can't escape them, man. They out there. There were several of them in my there were several of them several of them in every class I took. They made it impossible for me to study and they continually continually harassed me especially while I took tests. Even with all this going on, I still somehow managed to get an A- in A- A&P during the fall semester. Good Damn. shit, Kyle. You, you, good on you, Kyle. He must have been on drugs. Fuck them reptiles. Suddenly, my success was short-lived. Sadly. The pressure, the pressure this semester, now, is, now we're in spring 2016, is far too intense. Every time I go to class, they start manipulating my brain until I go into a blind rage. Mm. Sometimes they suppress my brain until I begin, I begin to black out. They also manipulate my heart rate and flood my body with adrenaline over and over and over again, making me extremely uncomfortable. The females stimulate my blank when they are close, and the Penis. males stimulate my blank. Asshole. It's incredibly exhausting. It's not like a good time to me. He might have been <laughs> super loose like at 2016, so they've been fucking with him for a few years now. You know so I mean? he might be a little loosey-goosey right now. Them farts are going to be like... Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 no, like been over resistance. Damn. <laughs> We're killing the story. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I started to pass... I struggled to pass my test. So so they couldn't blame me... Blame me on... Uh, blame this on me failing out of school. I want to continue, but I simply cannot... Every moment I spend in the classroom is absolute torture. The classes themselves are extremely difficult without all this added pressure. The worst part is, I received an interview for ISU's pharmacy program. Since I can't continue with the classes, there's no reason to go to the interview. My chance at a normal life has been ruined. They've also been depriving me of sleep, so I don't have the, I don't have the strength to continue. I was too smart for my own good. So I decided to, <clears throat> so they decided to remove me from society. They were worried I might change the way people think, which could lead to problems. Problems in the form of scientific revolutions. If we get much smarter as, as a species, we are going to become a, th- a threat to their existence. Mm. If you talk to me in person, you will see I'm not crazy at all. The Martians are just as so, are just so good at hiding in plain sight that no one would ever like no one would know they exist unless they reveal themselves. They're able to fool they're able to fool us so well. What I'm saying sounds impossible. 
However, they are 100% real. Realize that technology is millions of years more advanced than ours. Think about that for a second. Think about the advancement we have made in the past 100 years. Once you've done that, try to imagine what millions of years of technology look, would look like. That's crazy. Because yeah. if you do think about it, right, like yeah. humanity, us, Still, within the last 100 years, we gained so much advanced technology with just 100 years. Hell yeah. Think about that. A million? A million? Oh, my God. Because what, 100 like years ago? With the, like Egyptians, right, the pyramids, mm. they weren't even, at that time, there was just a bunch of, I, I would say gods, but they're not like gods. They just had more experienced than normal humans yeah. they're like more powerful than us yeah but they were the one that built all the pyramids this is what i think now 100 years ago say it'd be you know 1921 well we just entered world like world war one just kicking off great depression right. still probably fucking america right. there's no televisions it's just radio yep um no now cell fast, towers fast forward to today now we're like doing shows live on twitch.tv you're looking at us baby it's crazy like we're 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 live talking to people we don't even i don't I don't know half of you guys in the chat. Watching us on your phone. Speaking of the chat, let's get to the chat real let's quick. Let's get to it. Right. Uh, Peekaboo said, Jehovah Witness. Hell yeah, I'm scared of those guys. Robert oh, says, this is an interesting story, guys. Hey, thank it you, man. Thank you, thank you. It is very interesting. Oh, yeah. Peekaboo says, the Grinch. It does he look does like the Grinch. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was it's thinking, too. It does. It does look like the Grinch. Look at that, man. Yep. Uh, Shell Shock says, that drawing looks like the... The Copas. Koopas? Oh. From the live action Super Mario movie. For with the tiny heads? Yeah, dude. The they're tiny heads big Because, like, when you um, read, I don't know if they talk about it in this. Quiff but, out the butthole. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> but when you, uh, I guess their whole bodies. Uh, actually, do we have the other picture, too, of, like, the. They have, like, large shoulders. That, like, they have, like, tiny heads, large shoulders, but their bodies slim down a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, so he drew, he drew this, right? 2000. Yeah. 15, 16, mm-hmm. right? So in Japan, they recently discovered some artifacts that looks just like this. Yes, with the broad shoulders. Looks very shit. similar to like whatever that dude drew. You see how the head is like a, like narrow? Like just a like how he drew? Like a Koopa. And they discovered this like after, like in Japan. Mm-hmm. And this shit looks like the shit that he's drawn. You see how the eyes were slit? They almost draw this, the same thing. Same, I, similar. And they discovered this in, uh, in Japan. Now the question is, did Kyle maybe know about this but prior to this? This is what Kyle looked like, by the way. Oh, yeah, this is Kyle. Yeah, this is... You see how his mugshot, he looks like a fucking serial killer? Mm-hmm. But, dude, I tell you, if you put anybody in front of, like, a, a prison camera, everybody looks like a serial killer. So this is normal. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I got a mugshot, too. So my shit... And my haircut's tight in that shit, too, yeah, but yeah. I still look like... I got one, too. I look like a damn... Uh, <laughs> I look like a damn murderer, dude. <laughs> and we're nice guys, though. But we yeah, look like yeah, killers. We, our, people. we look like killers but in our mugshots. You guys want to see something that's really crazy? They just fucking found this like a couple of days ago. Yo. This is what they found in the river. This, this is real shit now. Okay. Even I had to look this up. This is legit. A baby shark mutant fish born with a, a so-so human face. But this shit looks like whatever the hell he drew. Look at the eyes. Look at that the antenna on the head. Look the, yeah, look. Then look at the little baby shark with the eyes. Did you now? Do you know the story about how this was found? I, I read an article in about a river, it. right? Also, uh, like this dude in Indonesia, he was out there, like um, I don't know, I guess like just fishing or whatever, and he came across a shark. Oh yeah, yeah. Found the shark. And the shark was dead. They cut it open and it had like you know shark babies in it. All the sharks, the shark babies, were, of course, were dead too because. My mom shark's dead. And then that one popped out. And that one popped out. They're like, what the fuck? That's crazy. And so he has it hanging up in his house now, right? In Indonesia. And everybody's trying to give him money to like body. He's like, no, no, no. Like, That's this is. But people have been like, I, if I was him, I've been charging. Well, I don't know if he's allowing people to walk into the house to check it out. I think some people might, he might be allowing in. Mm-hmm. But there's people that want to give him like 
fucking cash cash to really want to get it. He's I'll like, buy that shit. And he's like, nah, he's, he doesn't want to give it up, though. He just wants to hold on to it. Mm. Interesting. I mean, I don't know, man. If you want to spit your love shit or what if it's like, you know, what if it's like some kind of good luck kind of charm? It's, like it's got to be like a one in a million chance you would get like a mutant shark. So. I'll buy it and I'll eat it. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Actually, no, I don't know. And then die the next day. Put it on some, some wheat bread. <laughs> put, some, put some mustard on there. So. All right, guys. We're going to take a quick uh, commercial break, and then we'll come, come back and finish this uh, story up. Yes, sir. All right. Be right back, guys. All right, guys. We are back. All right. So we're going to continue the story on uh, Mr. Kyle Odom. All right. All right. So <clears throat> the president is well aware of them, which is why I wrote him a personal letter. See, at this time, Obama was the president. Mm-hmm. So he specifically wrote a letter directing it towards to Mr. Obama so he can hear the story, too. Because not only did he send it to, like, uh, the White House, he sent it to his, his family. He sent the manifesto to his family, and he sent it to a whole bunch of uh, uh, news uh, pro- programs. He sent it to a bunch of news uh, channels. Okay, so... <clears throat> uh, actually, do you want me to... Uh Read the letter that he wrote? I can read that right Oh, quick. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, because that's at the very end of all this shit, so I'm not just, just uh, you know. This is the letter to Obama? Yes, all right. Okay, cool. <clears throat> all right, so it says, uh, Mr. President, I want to thank you for your sacrifice to this country. It's very upsetting to hear you talk about the things they do to you. Do you want to let them? I suppose you have no other choice. I've been struggling with myself for over a year now. I had nothing to lose so I chose this instead. I could never tolerate that abuse, uh, that much abuse. I hope you don't have any of any of any of the take any of the threats seriously. Everything is a game to them. Realize they consider the entire human race as a plaything, including you. Damn. They brag to me about what they do to you. I'm sure you already know, but they, but he doesn't love you. Their brains don't even work that way. I don't know you personally. But they've shown, but they've shown me a lot about you. You're an amazing person. Hope you stop letting them humiliate you. Why are you afraid to retaliate? Kennedy wasn't. So this shit goes back, that's, back. That's why Kennedy got shot. Yeah, he's like, you stood up to them. Uh, if it's time someone took a stand and end this nonsense, can you think of a better, uh, uh, think of a better legacy than that? What's worse, having everyone, uh, everyone know the reality of the situation. So as of watching some of our best and brightest become slaves, if you, uh, I wish you the very best with the remainder of your presidency. If you're still there, stay strong. You think like they took over his body? That according to according to Kyle, that's what he's leading with. He's, jump, like, he's jumping out the window on that. that. Obama, he did kind of like from the beginning to the end. At the end, he was like a. Completely changed man. I'm pretty sure that like, it does take a toll on you. I mean, doing that job, yeah. But yeah. I felt like his his energy was different too. Like he didn't feel like the the same guy from the beginning. He felt like he had like some type of a, uh, I don't know. His some, hair his hair did go gray at one time. It's like if you look at the beginning of presidency to like towards the end, it's like oh his hair went white. Yeah, it's the stress of the job. Though. Maybe it's the stress of the job. I or guess. maybe uh maybe it's maybe cows on or something. Uh-huh. Us to uh, okay, was that it? Yeah, let me, it. Let me, yeah, I'll do this one. Yeah, you got it. All right, so uh, okay, so the president is well aware of them, which is why I wrote him a personal letter, which Chris just read. I hope he does something about it. I have nothing wrong to deserve what happened. Uh, excuse, excuse me. 
I tried literally everything to find a job and they sabotaged me at every corner. Initially, I thought the right thing to do was to kill myself. After attempting suicide twice, it became clear that they weren't going to let me die easy. My last resort was to take action to bring this to the public's attention. I hope something good comes out of it. Just realize that I'm a good person and I'm completely innocent. Also realize that the people I killed are not what you think. So these people that he's going to kill in a church is not what you guys think. This guy's a normal guy, but the people that he's killing, bad people. Something else. Technically, they're not people, according to Kyle Odom. Mm-hmm. So um, he's about to do a massacre. Right. <laughs> about to go in. To make it very clear, Tim and John were not wild human beings, which means like they're not native humans. Mm-hmm. They came from somewhere else. Wild humans equals normal human people like you and me. Tim and John equals mind world were controlled from birth by Martians. So they were, in the beginning, they were all either they're Martians or they're being controlled by Martians. Mm-hmm. They're here to like live off the legacy of the Martians mm-hmm. because for some reason they destroyed the planet a long time ago, millions of years ago, mm-hmm. and they came to Earth fucking with, with the wild humans here on Earth. Trying to take over this shit. Manipulating the DNA, evolving the genetics, Mm -hmm. which made us the supposedly intelligent human beings. But in reality, we're not really that intelligent. If you think about it, if you take all this away, like, are we really that intelligent? Could we we make all this shit from scratch? No. We need a fucking guide. Something. Where's that blueprint, Martian people? (laughs) They got it. Right? So it's hard to imagine. I know. Nonetheless, it's all true. Why would I give up a career as a pharmacist to do this? Hmm? Yeah, yeah. I thought he was doing some genetic DNA type shit. Mm-hmm. But well, still, I mean, he's, he's, he's working in the medical field. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, I left out many details from my story. I wanted to write only the most critical events in order to make it coherent. If you want to know more, like how I discovered... There are multiple species of them. Feel free to write me. But he's in jail. How do we write him in jail? You can write any prisoners in jail, dude. Oh, yeah, you're right. Send so me the pen pal and shit. That's cool. He's still alive. That's how them prisoners begin married. <laughs> married, not married. This is like the question married. and answer part. The Q&A. You want to hop on this? Yeah, yeah. All right. Q&A. <laughs> but wait, let's, uh, let's, like, for the people, maybe, like, they just joined. Maybe you're confused. Mm. But so this guy, after he said he's going to murder people... Like, you know, after the aliens, you know, after these guys were fucking with him, mm. the, he tried to kill himself twice. He wasn't successful. So his last resort is to make it all public and go to the church and actually kill them in real life. So he shot the pastor, Tim mm. Remington. He says he shot him 12 times. Mm. But the news, every, everybody said he only got shot six times. These are with hollow point bullets, by the way. Mm. Now, it's possible that he may have missed six shots out right. of the 12. It's a possibility. That is possible. He could have missed out six shots. Uh, but still, you get hit six times with hollow point. I mean. Yeah. And he specifically said he shot him in the head, too, with a hollow point. Yeah. He caught him in a noodle with the shit. Shot him. He said shot him 12 times. So let's say, like, okay. Six, 12? The motherfucker's still alive. Let's say, like, uh, a situation, right? Let's say, like, he is a real Martian. Mm. And, okay, let's say if he did live, like, millions of years. Right? Mm. Let's say he was able to, like, you know, after he gets shot in the head, he can heal himself, mm. right? I didn't only show, like, the obvious shots, like the shot to the arm 
and just make it obvious like okay yeah i got shot here here but there was no no places where he, he got shot where it was fatal Okay. Yeah. So there's he, possibility. Yeah, yeah, so he, just, he he took all the fatal shots away. Like he removed the fatal shot to the head, mm-hmm. uh, fatal shot to like whatever organs, mm-hmm. and then he only made like the six shots that he shot, which was a marine, by the way. Mm-hmm. I would think he would get all. He would shoot him, shoot the kill. Yeah, he'd be a little bit better than most. Yeah, yeah. You would think. Yeah, he would be like above average. So he would shoot the kill, and then miraculously, this pastor walks away, pretty much almost like. Like nothing happened to him. All he had was like a little, a little cast and whatever. And then he goes up to the church and then gives a sermon, like talking completely normal. Like he never got shot in the head. Hey guys. Uh, so my thing is, okay, which is wild, right? Uh, you know, like originally when I read the story and before I got over here, I kept thinking he shot two people, but no, he was there probably for John too. Yeah, John and Tim and Tim, but he never got John. No, he just got Tim and then John was he was blowing flute. He was blowing flute. Yeah, he was cleaning the flutes out. Oh, in the in the in the, for real? In the church? Nah, I'm not, I don't know. I was, I, was like, I, was like, I was like, he was doing some fucking. He didn't get shot. I know that. <laughs> like John wasn't there. Yeah. But yeah, I kept thinking at first, like, oh, he shot two people. But no, nah, he it was just one dude, John. Yeah, John if got you lucky. if you go back and then if you if you even search search up Kyle Odom, on, ain't a lot on of shit YouTube, on him. It's not a lot of shit. It's not a lot of shit. All you see is like interviews on like the news. Mm-hmm. Oh, they they. They would interview like a lady saying like, "Oh, her son had the same mental issues." Mm. Her, she said her son would go to the backyard saying, "Oh, there's aliens in the backyard." So then her son, you know, would do some crazy shit. Then the son would get arrested. Yeah. And then the mom was like, "You know, I just wish, like, you know, this guy would get mental help because you know these kids are dealing with mental issues." Yeah. For because real. my son had the same issue. He was seeing aliens, and then he went to prison, and then eventually he committed suicide in prison. So, you know, the mom was trying to tell the story like, oh, yeah, these are just kids that have mental issues mm. and they need help. And we need to get Kyle Odom help. Or something. Because, like, even when I found out that they threw his ass in prison, I was like, then again, I don't know. I, don't, I ain't really too big on, like, mental institutions as well either. Like, because they kind of feel like they kind of. They keep you crazy. Yeah, they, yeah they, oh, you might even go come out even crazier than what you were when you came in. So, um, he needed some type of help, though. Even even now, like prison is not a rehabilitation place in any way, stretch of the imagination. It makes you even more of a criminal. A lot of times, it's hard to you to conform because, like, a place like a prison, even people who aren't mentally disturbed on the level of say, like maybe like college, it's still hard for people to conform to regular society. They're not teaching you how to like, okay, like this is right and wrong. You need to live with the confines of the rules of society. This, that, and a third. He after being in prison, he might come out just as fucking worse when he went in. Huh? If it's if it's if we just talking about some normie level shit that is a is a more of a you know mental you know issue, but if it's on some like some shit of where he meditated, it's kind of like and I thought about this with Kyle too. It's kind of like almost like going into like a, a haunted house, not some bullshit fake one doing Halloween, but like a legitimate place where people mur- was murdered or whatever. And you go in there, and then you go back home, but you bring something back with you, like a right. fucking demon clinging to your back <laughs> or something. What it was that type of thing where he went to cross over the side. Went in, he's like, yo, I kind of saw too much, and I'm bringing something back with me that right. I, it's kind of like they live, man. I bought, I bought them, them, um, Glasses. The, them Ray-Bans back with me, and I'm, yeah. yo, I'm seeing the shit for what it is now, man. It might be, you don't know. Yeah. That's like a meditation gone wrong type shit. Yeah. It's like uh, you went to a deep meditation, it's like so deep, you like you were able to contact like people in the spirit world, mm-hmm. which I would, I, it's very possible to do that on a psychedelic 
like if you're doing like a DMT or something, like mm. something like that, like you're able to speak to entities really and ask them anything like you would like. And they would they would answer you. They'll tell you. They'll show you everything about yourself. And yeah. either they put you on the right path, or it's like uh, one of those trickster, those those trickster trickster demon entities yeah. where they trick you to do some crazy shit, some benevolent or just trying. To just, yeah, and it's fun to them. It's fun. They be having fun. They be having a good ass time doing that shit. Like fuck that dude. You know, like, the rapper fun. is like okay. You know, um, <laughs> I never really dabbled too much in the meditation. I've tried it before. I'm like, okay, it's relaxing. But I have a homegirl, right? Like, I learned this from her right, and this other shit, too. When it comes to kind of, I guess if you like really on that spiritual level shit, when it comes to meditating, if you're really into that shit, you shouldn't go in there unprepared. It's like, I don't know, it's like, I don't know. It's like it's like it's like walking to a gunfight with like a fucking banana. Like if you so, how would you prepare yourself though? I like we're like uh like well my homegirl right. She's like for one she takes a lot. Uh, she, it's not like she just does it like in my rugged room. Like she just got like a house for recently, and um I saw her like a month ago or whatever, and she literally has like a room dedicated to mm. meditation. Like whole room. Like I bet it feels good at there. Like dude, like she sh- like like when I was, we was Facetime, she showed me the room. I was like, this got a good ass vibe to it, man. She got like a little shelf with like, those little pillow blankets, the, 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 the one where you can hug and shit, the, like the, like the sages, all that shit set up. And she has like, a corner like a like a massage chair, and she got like surround sound, like all this type of stuff. Like it just sets the like the lighting in the room, like all that shit is kind of like you know like pr- bring yourself down to like a calmer level, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. This is like a just even looking at through it like through Facetime, I was like, oh shit, this is like a very calming room. And I was like, yo, in my brain, when I was looking, I was like, yo. You should paint the walls like maybe like a like a light blue too, something something like common because blue's like a very common color. You know what I'm saying? Like, and she has one of those those Tibetan singing bowls where you. I know she has like a bowl. I know she's trying to get a bowl of something, but I I think she's trying to get like a meditation kit too because you can buy meditation kits online where it gives you like the whole shit bang a bang of everything you need, the crushing up shit and everything like. The, the incense burning. You know what so. my meditation kit is? What's that? Mushrooms. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Mushrooms in my bed. <laughs> mm. That's the ultimate meditation. But what if you just turn on uh, like a But so like so like when I see what how she does, okay, like she's taking it like really seriously. And maybe Kyle was just on that level of like maybe he wasn't like I'm not saying he didn't take it seriously, but he was like kind of like not prepped on that level to like not out. He didn't have any sage or anything kind of like to bring the shit down to like you know he's just going like. I don't know what he prepped for. I don't know what he did. Like, they never really explained. Like, but he did the meditation, right? And then he he felt like he got like a deep connection to where he felt something. Mm-hmm. So this is when he went like deeper. He went looking in the meditation more deeper and trying to understand it more. Mm-hmm. And then I think he he went into a, like a do not got, enter area. Like, hey, am I, yeah. I'm going through this door that says like don't enter employees only. Yeah. Like, oh he, shit. <laughs> he bit off more than he can chew. And then he ended up fucking conjuring like spirits where he didn't know like. Oh shit! These are the fucking Martians. That's, I see these motherfuckers. Nobody like they here. rule us. They run this shit. Like they run this show. Oh, all right. Let's get to uh, questions and and answers. All right. All right. So I'll read the question and then you read answers. Kyle's answers. Let's okay, uh, Mister Kyle. Why would aliens hide in this church? Piece of shit. <laughs> okay, so uh, same reason terrorists hide in mosque. If you're doing very bad things, no, hold on. To I don't think he has a voice like that. He's in the Marines. If you avoid getting caught, there you, <laughs> you go. You will put up a front to make yourself look like a good person. But he don't look like how he would sound. He's that's wait. Did you repeat the answer again? I'm sorry. Same reason terrorists hide in mosques. Okay. If you're doing very bad things and you want to avoid getting caught, you put up a front to make yourself look like ah. a good person. 
That's smart, but that's very obvious too, right? Uh, if you're trying to hide something, like let's say you're smuggling drugs, whatever. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's get this through the church, right? Because yeah. churches don't get taxed like that. They're not supposed to. When it comes to like the, uh, uh, fuck, I can't think of it right now. It's like with the, like a UN like war policy, whatever. You're not supposed to attack churches, and you're not supposed to attack hospitals. Right. That's like against like the ethics of war. That's like no go. So even if they're passing hiding weapons inside of a ammo, uh, inside of a hospital, hiding weapons inside a church. According to, uh, I want to say use of force so bad, I can't think of it right now. But you can't blow up fucking churches and you can't blow up hospitals. That's like a no-go. So, and him being prior Marines, that's what he's probably trying to, and he went to Iraq, he probably knows exactly what I'm thinking of. Of like, these places are supposed to be off limits. So if you were trying to hide something in these places, it would be the perfect spot to do it because right. it's that's not what supposed the, to be a, a target in that type of way. That's what the Catholic Church, they're famous for. Uh, molesting children. Yeah. And they do it pretty well because I mean people do make jokes about it, but this is happening. This is a real problem. It's, it's been going on forever. It's happened. I've seen it with my own eyes. It's scary. Mm. I was like, "Get out of there, Timmy!" Get out, Timmy. Slap, slap. Tim slap. Remington. I'm just playing. I never seen it. I never seen it. I was just playing. That's a joke. That's a bad bit, though. Jesus Christ. Okay, next question, Mr. Kyle Odom. How do you know about their technology? Piece of shit. <laughs> Have you seen them use it? No. And they all they all have talked to me about it. This was how I learned about the breeding stock of remote control humans. Physically, the humans are no different than us. They just lack a mind of their own. Mm. So you're saying like they have technology where they can control humans with the remote control? Basically, yeah. That's just that they can physically control humans, but they don't have the mind. Okay. Mm. I mean, okay. Listen, There's a lot of examples of this where you can see on YouTube where they look like they're controlling humans. For example, if you look up, type in a Shaq uh, robot or whatever. Like it's like Shaq, like the basketball Shaq player? basketball player. Okay. Like you'll watch him like in an interview, right? And then Shaq, his face is like completely blank stare. He's not moving. But everybody's still talking, but his face like shut off. Like it's like almost that. like someone hit the remote control and hit pause. That's what it looked like. Yeah. Or here's another example. Al Roker. Yeah. This was like a Christmas episode. Al Roker live on TV, right? Oh, I remember the, this one. I remember the this lady video. was speaking. She's like, she said like maybe the code word was Holy Ghost. She mm. said Holy Ghost, right? This is a Christmas episode. <laughs> I remember this. Al Roker fucking face just fucking paused like beep with the controller. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, if... What he's saying with their technology where they can c- control human beings, mm. I would say, like, there's a lot of evidence showing that whatever he's saying, that that is true. Because mm. we see it on live television, like the examples I gave you guys. Yeah. You can go look it up for yourself. Yo, real it shit. Is, that worker shit is like, I thought he was like a sleeper cell. I was like, yo, did he say like a code word on accident? He kind of like, just like, yeah. just shut off because it's yeah, holy Robert, ghost. Yeah, Robert said he, he said he saw that live. See, yeah, the, the outworker was probably like the most famous one. That's the one was like, yo, you really see like, he's like, huh. Yeah, his face is like, <laughs> and I thought that was weird. That's very strange, man. That's even something I was kind of like, I don't. Maybe she, maybe she said a trigger word that was like, maybe it's like a government, it's like sleeper cell, and the code word was uh, Holy Ghost. Yeah, yeah. But it's like because you have to use words that's not used in everyday conversation. Like, who? How many people say Holy? I can't remember last time I even said the word Holy Ghost right. before today. But they just said it doing that times like, Arr. yeah, he shut he's like down. A kill, he's like in kill mode. And like, then people are like, oh shit, hit play. Oh shit, 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 shit. All right. So next question. Mr. Kyle Odom. All right. Why would they tell you so much? Why would these people tell you so much? Like, what are? Why are you special? Why did they tell you? I mean, look at me. They value me because I'm smart. Oh, okay, okay. 
they were also very confident they could take control of my mind. Mm. Turns out they couldn't. And you have a smart mind, strong yes. mind. Yes. And you are valuable. So they say, hey, this guy is smart. Let's try to take over this young man's brain. But he bit off more than he can chew. He can't fuck with this. Anyway, in the interim, some of us develop a personal relationship. They're very arrogant. So he told me much more than they should have. This allowed me to understand some of the things they can do. So you think like with all the information that they told you, Mr. Kyle, that they regretted telling you all this information? They fucked up. They fucked they up. They fucked up. They should have just kept their mouth shut. But here's one thing that's very sketchy, because you did try to kill yourself twice, correct? Yes. Why would they stop you from killing yourself if you had so much valuable information and you were a threat to the society that would ruin their world? Why would they not let you go ahead and cut your head off? Well, um, I think they had fun having sex with me. <laughs> they, they didn't want me to go to waste. <laughs> You're like the toy, right? I was a little sex toy, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I got a tight bod, so. I mean, you know, you can hate them where you want, but. <laughs> they used to grease me up and have their way, so here we are. Yeah, it's like having that toy, like. You really don't want to throw away, you know? Yeah, you know, he's like, oh, I'm sick of this toy, but I'm going to keep it just keep in case. Keep that toy right by you. Just keep it just in case. What you call that? A fleshlight? The fleshlight? <laughs> a human fleshlight? That Joe Rogan old school uh, advertising? <laughs> That's the OGs know that. The Odom special. <laughs> okay, next question, Mr. Kyle. What else have you seen besides everything you told us in this manifesto? I have seen them make things appear out of nowhere. Like magic. Like, poof, here's an onion. Something like that, you know. Something Interesting. Like that. Okay, go ahead. Like for example, right? One time I was sitting on the couch and a dollar bill appeared on my fucking lap. Fuck! They're on some David Blaine shit. Yo, straight up. Another time while while driving, they made a paper bag appear in my passenger seat. They used random, unsuspecting items, so no one would think anything about it. I was alone both times when this happened. I'm pretty sure they could pop up in and out of dimension. Based on other things I've seen, also, I am also pretty sure they can overlap our reality with an altered dimension. I say this because I've gone to the stores where I know the employees there, and suddenly they're all new employees who I've never seen before. Whoa. If so, that's true, that's scary as fuck. Now, this goes into some other certain, this goes into like some certain shit. Like, fuck. This, this is a whole other layer. When I read that, when I read that, yes, I was like, oh, it gets deep. But this imagine, like, okay. He's saying, like, they can alternate, like, in a, ra- a reality, right? Mm-hmm. But let's say, like, they can't really do that. All they're doing is alternating your reality. Yeah, your reality. Your perception of reality, yeah. Right. So it's just him seeing the world differently. But the world is the same. Same, yeah. So this is, like... Because all type, this is mental. This is, like, Mandela Effect, but in his brain. In his own brain. Mm. Fuck. That's scary. And then with the one-two punch. Um, okay, let me continue. Some of the other things I've seen are so strange, I literally can't describe them. This all makes this all makes sense, though. The technology is millions of years ahead of ours, so it should be incomprehensible to us. Mm. So I get it on that level. I mean, whether this is true or not or whatever, I can see, like, right now, humans who have not been around here that long. Technology within 100 years has not gone that, that far. Right. But imagine in a million years, like, the shit's so advanced. Like, like, I would say like this. If you take a cell phone right now and you went back to 1921 and you showed this shit to them, their fucking brains would explode. Now, now imagine something from a million years from, late, from now with technology. You'd be like, what the fuck? Like, how does this even work? It don't even look right. So, 
I just say from that perspective, it like, would be just beyond our yeah, understanding. Like, like, we can't even grasp the concept, not even by like a fraction. You think Steve Jobs was impressive? Like, <laughs> imagine a imagine a phone the size of a fucking planet or some weird shit. Like, well, why would they build this? Like, right? You know what I'm saying? I would think like nothing like physical would be anything that would be of any value. Mm-hmm. It would be more of something that they can harness in the spirit world. Yeah. Which is like that's like the technology right there, mm-hmm. able to fucking cruise around in the spirit world because it's completely different. It's different from like this physical world. This is actually like primate shit. Yeah, and you think about it like on the physical plane that we live on, the people that can find it value are the people who just live in it. But if you come from a different, uh, if you have an understanding of another realm or if you come from another realm, this would not have any value to you because this is like a toy to you. You don't have any. Uh, connection to it, probably don't love ones in it, so it's probably like, yeah, you can fuck around toy with whatever it is this reality is, but if you really live in this reality, this is just how, you know, it's, for most people, it's just, this is our world, try to respect it, but it's like, you know, like, if an alien came to this planet, I could see them, like, I mean, I don't know why alien would come to this trash planet, but if they did, They've I could see coming. them toying with us, like, I don't like having an ant farm type shit, you know? I, I, would, I would wish they would bring some dinosaurs back, you know, making little dinosaurs do. Like little di- tiny dinosaurs? No, big ones. Oh, the big ones. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Bring them back. I can only wish, right? I mean, why would you want them back though? So I can see how they they walk. You can look at birds, man. That's the best. That's the closest link to a dinosaur. It's a bird more than an, an alligator. So you just want me to stop asking them about dinosaurs? No, I'm saying like, no, I'm saying like, I'm not saying don't ask them. But I'm like, if you want to see like right now within our world, you know. Just look, like, I don't look, care about birds. Look up shit about birds, man. <laughs> okay. I actually, actually think a lot of dinosaurs actually had like a lot of feathers too. I think that all that Jurassic Park shit. Yeah, that's they, the they new studies. I, th- I think it's like yo, they, what, if, what if they're just giant like bird? What if, what if they look like Big Bird from Sesame Street type shit? You know, uh, that's what the, the discoveries of all the recent um, findings are they're seeing right now with archaeology. Oh God, we're not gonna we we'll say that for another podcast. I see exactly where this is about to go. No, I don't we're even not, know where it's going. No, no. But okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the role of Kyle, but then you ask me the questions now. Okay, let's get it. So Kyle Odom. Yes. Uh, no relation to Lamar Odom. Go ahead. Why did they target you? Ah, <sighs> okay, so they started following me after I encountered the beings through meditation, right? Because I do my thing. I would like to meditate. I hear you. So this is when I encountered them. Gotcha, gotcha. So since my mind was so expanded from the experience, they deemed me as a threat to the rest of society. Word. They thought I would change the way people think, so they decided to remove me from society. Mm. I began to have profound thoughts about genetics while I was at a graduate school, which is another factor. In certain ways of thinking are allowed to exist, revolutions will take place. Uh, they could not afford for us to have a revolution in genetics. If we did, we could eliminate diseases, cancers, many other things that plague us. Okay. They need us to remain ignorant and continue struggling. Otherwise, we will become a threat to them. Mm. Okay, so I think maybe something got out of hand, right? Because mm. he's saying, like, they don't want humans to discover, like, uh, uh, like a, a technology and genetics to where... We can control if humans get sick or if they're able to born and they're like resistant to all these diseases, mm-hmm. which is what's going on right now with CRISPR technology. Yeah, they're trying to stop that they're, shit. They're trying to uh, have babies being born with all these genes in them that allows them to live like almost like a perfect life where they're immune to every single disease that exists to mankind yeah. like right now. Yeah. They're trying to create the perfect human being. 
mm. and CRISPR technology, they're able to do that. Like, let's say you have bad eyesight, right? They can take your DNA, right? Mm. They can change uh, a code in your DNA to make your eyesight way better. Yeah. But just changing a few codes in your DNA, and they can do this physically using, they call it the Cas9 technology. Okay. And they can inject you with whatever the DNA for you to be able to see better, and they can put that in your body, change your DNA code, mm. and you'll be able to see better. Mm. They're doing it right now. It's crazy. Which so, I think something got out of hand, and I don't think like the aliens or the Martians, they don't have the upper hand right now because mm-hmm. something happened, and I think everything is chaotic right now because this is why you're seeing a whole bunch of UFO sightings because I sent you a whole uh, bunch of videos. Uh, every fucking day we've seen some new shit. I almost send them a video, a UFO video, almost like every day because there's so many new sightings right now. And these ain't the same the areas. I think, well, t- today was the first time you sent me two in one area, but it was like different locations. I'm in, like, in Nevada. This is like that Phoenix shit we saw about before. Like, okay, like everybody seen it at one time. Mm-hmm. Got the cameras up. This is like um, the, the, the modern day Phoenix. Exciting. But it's happening like more this is happening more than way before. This is right. like maybe a couple years, maybe a generation or so. Now we're seeing this shit a hell of a lot now. Oh shit, we finished everything. Yeah, man. We fucking killed it, we man. Fucking killed this we shit, fucking man. killed it. I was even I was worried, I was like, yo, there's a lot of shit we gotta read. I mean, we got the Martian brain Wait, behavior. You want to you do that one? The Martian brain and behavior? Uh, yo, let's knock it out because it's only a page and a half. It's not even two pages. Okay, run. All right, guys. We're going to go over the Martian brain and behavior, like how these Martians operate. And damn. Yeah, yeah, all that good shit. Let's get it. Uh, damn, we fucking killed. I'm proud of us, man, for real. Uh, yeah, I'll start off. All right, sorry. So the top, like, sorry. So this is part where Kyle's going to talk about uh, his experience with the Martians. And this is the observations that he has taken away to describe what they are and how, you know, the attitude and right. you know, just everything like that. So you guys got to pay, like, really close attention because... Keep an eye out for these motherfuckers. We're going to give you guys, like... Um, survival tips. Survival tips <laughs> and descriptions on what to look for in public if you see people doing strange things that they could possibly be, like, a Martian. Hell, yeah. So pay attention, cool. guys. Also, we got a list. Oh, do you want to go over the like? I'm not gonna go over the whole list too. Here's a list of politicians and shit that's on this list. Oh yeah, we also have a list. list. Of all Here's the- a list. Here's a, a not like a hit list, but a list of everybody he's considered as these Martian people. That's in like it's a long ass list. I'm gonna just go over the names that I recognize because I'm like, okay. this is some names on that shit. That- all right, run that behavior thing. Let's get it. All right, and we're making good time too, homie. Let's get it. All right, Martian brain and behavior. I observed their behavior for almost a year now. Consequence, uh, consequently, woof, that was a tough one. I've been able to make several deductions about them. The first deduction is based on their primary characteristics. Number one. Which include, let's get it, number one, the hypersexual. What does that mean, really? Hypersexual. Like they really horny and shit? They just want to fuck all the time. Uh, and that seems like they show up is like, hey, Kyle, what you doing? You still need for a test? We want that dick. And okay, so uh, all time. you guys watch out for people that's like super horny, okay? Yes. People that always talk about dicks and vaginas all the time. What the thing is though? though I mean, I don't know. What the thing is though is like, are they? They can't be shown up to them in physical form. It's all telepathically. So oh, okay, okay. it's like if they in your brain by then, it's kind of like it's too late, you know. Okay, okay. All that's, right, that's oh, what I was thinking. All right, number number two. Number two, they are hyper aggressive. All right, and I see these people all day. We live in the city, dude. They're, so they're all Martians? That's Atlanta right there. That's like, that's like any other inner city. Everybody's hyper-aggressive. Okay, okay, number three. Three. They're fearful 
and paranoid. Ah, so these are the people you look and they're always like looking around, almost like they're on schizo or they're on some type of drug. Yeah, just tripping. I mean, that one, it's hard too. It's kind of hard. Yeah, that's kind of a lot of stuff is actually kind of hard to, to, to. Those are almost like we see too many of those. So maybe like what well, they're all Martians and there's yeah, only like, like, yeah, I was like all the Martians live in fucking city life. <laughs> it's like ten percent normal humans and shit. Yeah, you, you know, you, you never know. When you live in a city life, you'll see all all this shit. This is everything. Um, okay, so the human brain, the oh, Amy uh, Amy Gadala. I'm a Gadala. There you go. I try to pronounce the essay too. Amy Gadala is responsible for all these characteristics. Therefore, Martians must have an analogous structure, and it must be greatly enlarged. Uh, woo, he threw some big words out there. Uh, the mor- morphology, morphology, morphology of their brain is also marked, uh, marked, markedly different than ours. I know this because I've seen the amphibian humanoids look alike. The males are extremely aggressive. In their society, there's only one thing, and that is power. So aggressive males. Yes, they would be like, uh, like a sign of a Martian. Mm-hmm. Like somebody who is like just you know over aggressive and like whatever they believe in. Yeah, just kind of like something like just trying to flex, you know, like hey, I'm bigger than you, I'm stronger than you, type shit. So they're Martians, damn. I knew like it. basically like alpha males. I'm guessing it would be the perfect you word got, for it. Are there any alpha males in this chat right now? What's up, alpha male? Stand up. Raise your hand, please. Let yourself be known. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, uh fuck. I just, okay. Da, da, da. Whoever's the smartest, biggest, and strongest wins. One time, I was talking to a young male. He kept trying to intimidate and scare me. He saw that I was still confident in myself and immediately became discouraged. He stopped what he was doing and said, you think you're better than me? Then hung his head and walked away. Well, this sounds like a classic bully. I do. Like straight up from like, like the 1950s was like some slick back hair and shit and like leather jacket. Right. So this, the, so Kyle wants us to fight everybody. Dude, then. Yo, you trying to fight the... Because he's like describing like Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like a regular city life. And you go, you, you'll meet a whole bunch of these people. Yeah. Why are you so close to me? You think you're better than me? <laughs> what are you, a Martian? Atlanta. Slap. Atlanta. <laughs> AT aliens. Ooh. Outcast. Mm. I'm get too deep in this shit. Let me stop. A lot of connections there. Do you sleep at night? Connecting dots. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, uh, I told him that wasn't true. Uh, okay. I told him that wasn't true, but he wouldn't listen. After this, every time I encountered one of the males in public... They would attack me mentally until they destroyed my self-esteem. They did this because they are scared to death of my intelligence. The only way they have the confidence to talk to me is if I'm scared for my life or completely despondent. I don't know. I don't know about all these behaviors. It sounds like regular humans. Pretty basic shit. Yeah. So I think I think Kyle might be off with this one. Hey, here's, but, here's here's one. Here's one that you can you can tell if these guys are like Martians, people from Mars, like aliens or whatever. Yeah. If you see people sniffing people, yeah, that's like the main one. Because remember, we we're telling a story where he was like Safeway grocery store, mm-hmm. and Just they were sniffing, fucking sniffing the fuck out of him. Out. If you see people like you know, like fucking sniffing people, mm-hmm. I think nine times out of ten they might be not human and a Martian. Like, uh, let me show you this one guy right here. Joe, why I knew it? <laughs> if you're go. sniffing people like this, Nine times out of ten, you might not be a No, 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 no. Now, another person. Now, before we go on, before we go on, I, I, put, put up my who, who, who else? There's another person in that picture who's on the fucking list. Who? Look at the top left. 
See body kiss that dude? Right. I mean do kiss that kid dude. See body kissing that kid on the head? Right. To the left. That's Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell looks like a fucking turtle. The way he talks to is oh, like Oh, she kinda looked like a damn Martian. She kinda looked like one of these people. No, not the Asian lady. The, oh, the, the oh. dude. Mitch McConnell is the dude to the left oh, of Biden. Oh, with glasses. And he's on the list too. Okay. Of like, like he's like when he talks, he's like so when we oh uh, he's on the Martian he, list he's like everybody calls him Franklin the Turtle because he's like very he all his all his physical features and shit you like man okay Franklin the Turtles you kind of reptilian like so and he's very and he's very cruel he's almost like I think he might be a fucking sociopath if not a psychopath on that level so he's a Martian he is like straight up because when you see the on the next part of his list of other characteristics I think he's a fucking megalomaniac but that's just me my father me to touch a knee like a like a. <laughs> I touched your leg. What are you, a Martian, man? <laughs> I didn't need to touch your leg. You was, gotta be a Martian. I was trying to rub my knee. <laughs> just touch my leg, dude. <laughs> mean to. All right, let me read the next one. Okay. Okay, so they get very upset. They hate surprises. Dude, I hate surprises. Me too. I know this because I was smart enough to trick them a few times. All right, to recap, to recap the males are, number one, megalomaniacal. How do you say that? Uh, megalo, megalomaniacal. Oh, okay. Okay, number two, obsessed with sex. These are the males, by the way. Okay. Number three, extremely aggressive. Number four, fearful and paranoid. Number five, power hungry. And number six, obsessed with control. Mm-hmm. What are they describing? Like a leader? I, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it sounds like. So, like, every single fucking president except for Kennedy. Because mm. Kennedy, saw he gave props to Kennedy, like, Yo, Kennedy stood up to them. And he died. And he got, you know, his, his shit split, but right. he, he stood up to him. Okay. Obama, like, we got, I got my eyes on you. Please fight back. Yep. Sound familiar? Who else do you think <laughs> has these characteristics? If you answered God from Bible, you are correct. Martians are responsible for the God myths. Martians may have created humans, as they claim, but they are certainly not God, gods themselves. They're just another intelligent species that evolve on a neighboring planet. There is no God. There is no heaven. There is no hell. Earth is close to as heaven as, as we will ever get. And we are letting the Martians ruin it. They are going to destroy Earth just like they destroyed Mars if we let them. Our survival rests in their hands for the time being. So they, they have control. And what he is saying is that, like, the gods, right? They're not really gods. It's just they're more advanced version of human beings. Yeah. Like, wh- they have way more knowledge. They, they're able to fucking go in and out of fucking realities and shit. Mm. They're just like a more advanced version of a type of human being. Mm. And they're not gods. They're just able to harness, like, power, energy, and technology that we just can't grasp the concept of. That's why us humans, you know, we... We looked at things like, oh, there's a hell, there's a heaven. When you, you die, you go to this place, you go to that place. Mm-hmm. I think you do go to, like, places. Something, yeah. But it's being controlled by something else. Uh, I always thought the concept of, like, whatever it is on the other side after this is, is going to be incomprehensible. It's not going to be right. what they tell. It's not going to be what people tell us, other people yeah. tell us. There is a spirit world, and there's ways you guys can go and see it. Like, you can get it through, like, deep meditation, like just what Kyle did. Mm-hmm. But there's other ways you guys can go there. If you DM me, I can help you. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, spirit world's real, man. Yeah. Hey. And they're all over there if you guys want to see how they really look like. 
But you yeah, can't. I'm gonna get in trouble again. But if you cross over to the other side before your time, mm-hmm. you do that's do not enter. You're not supposed to, like oh you peeking behind the curtain, man. Like where you right. where you coming back like, here? If you eat way too much mushrooms, like if you eat like maybe like eight grams, you go on like a super heroic dose. <laughs> this is where you put you, that cape on. And... You get to locations where you're not even supposed to be at. Like mm-hmm. remember I tell you that story? That dude he ate like I think he ate like ten grams of mushrooms. Oof. He looked in the mirror, right, and then he saw like a skeleton, like. Took, he took the mirror. He opened the he opened the mirror in the bathroom, right? Yeah, because of the medicine he, cabinet behind it. Yeah. yeah, he looked through the mirror and then he saw, he saw a guy sitting at a computer desk, coding, right? And then, oh, I remember told this. Yeah, yeah. And then when he saw that guy like coding, and then he looked back and he saw the dude. He said, "Hey, close the fucking door. You're not supposed to be here." It's almost like he saw beyond the veil. Behind, but like it's like the wiz- he like, saw beyond the simulation. It's like it's like the Wizard of Oz, like. I'm the great and powerful wizard, and then they right. go, they go back behind, like total runs behind a curtain. It's like some dude's like, "What are you doing back here?" Got to like computer. He's like, "Get out of right. here!" They're like, you're not a real powerful wizard. You're just a, a little man with a computer and technology. He's like, mm-hmm. "Look, guys, like this is uh, my bad." Yeah, <laughs> so like it's almost, <laughs> it's like he took so much mushrooms. Is where he he simulated like a, a death uh, program in his head. Like he he died, but he didn't die. That's why he was he was shown like things that he weren't supposed to see. Yeah, which that's fucking crazy, dude. Oh, yeah. Be careful how you eat your mushrooms. Be careful, man. Too much of anything is bad. Peekaboo says, I've been here. Not humans, just species. Hey. I believe you, man. You know, Peekaboo, he got some scary-ass stories. Let oh, me really? tell you. Hey, can I tell you the one story he told me? Up? Like the one with the cigar. I'm going to just say it. <laughs> you can cuss me out later. Let's get it. Peekaboo in the chat, right? He told me this story where... Thanks, okay, cool. I can tell the story. He told me this story where uh, he had a dream where like he was in a club. Mm-hmm. And... You know, everybody was partying, right? And then people, they were doing, like, cool, hardcore shit. This is what I remember, like, doing hood shit. And then he was like, okay, I can, like, up you. Like, let me take this cigar, and I'll, like, burn it on my chest. This is in his dream, mm-hmm. you know? Because he was trying to show the dude, like, okay, I'm hardcore. I can do this shit, too. Mm-hmm. So he took the cigar, right? Burned it on his chest. And then after his dream, woke up the next day, he got a scar in the middle of his chest. Like a, a, a real what? scar, yeah. And he he told me the story and he showed me the scar. Like I seen it. It looks like a, a scar, like uh, like something that healed like a long time ago. Like a scar, scar like scar tissue it's type been there shit. for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it wasn't like a recent scar. It looked mm. like it's been there. But this recently happened to him. Like when he told me, like a couple years ago. Yeah. He got a fucking a circle cigar burn on his chest. It's like he really did it in the dream world. Like he did visit it, a different it, reality. It carried over to and it carried over boom. to real life. Damn, and then I really saw it. I, I believe him because I, I he he wouldn't play with me like that. It's like getting killed in the Matrix. <laughs> you like you you right. died in the Matrix. You dead in real yeah. world type shit. Yeah, he was in, in some upscale club bar just doing his thing and then burned himself with a cigar and then woke up had the same scar in real life. I saw it too. That's been one hell of a party, man. That's God crazy. Damn. Yeah, because he's known to like a sleepwalk. Like what he was telling me, he had this oh. one dream where he was like in the woods and shit. He woke up. There was leaves in his beds. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you did tell me that before. Okay, I remember yeah, that story. Yeah, I definitely yeah. remember that one. That was yeah. wild, man. Damn, you brought the leaves back with me. I would yeah. put all them leaves in a jar, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I hope I told that story right. Uh, if I butchered it, dude, I apologize. But that, <laughs> it, is a, it is a crazy story. Peek Boo says, that was a great party. Fuck yeah, man. It's, it's all about the experience, man. Cool ass party. <laughs> Shell Shock says, uh, that's like the dream I told Chris about, too. Oh, what, what was that dream? Go ahead and tell your dream, because we're already done with this podcast. Yeah, yeah, I threw my phone. Hold on. When somebody was calling earlier, hold on. Okay, Chris about I to grab did, his phone I real did. quick. I got to read this shit. 
Chris checking his phone right now. What's up? He's about to pull up the information. Yeah. Trying to eliminate all this silence. Sorry. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. So this is a story that Shellshock sent me. Damn. It's actually kind of cool we ended up on this topic right here because this is something he did send me last week. Uh, I says, all right. right, So this is, I'm trying to do Shellshock's voice. (laughs) I'm going to fuck it up. I want to hear it. Actually, I can't do it. I'm not going to try. All right, so um, so this is Shell Shock, uh, dude, you know, faithful fan of the show. And for anybody who's listening right now, uh, uh, he's uh, he gave me this story last week. He says, all right, so I'm going to go ahead and dump this story on you. That's why I love your podcast, because uh, podcast, cause crazy shit I used to talk about, no one believes. But this one is God honest truth. Before I even went to basic, which is basic training for anybody who don't know, basically okay. boot, basically boot camp for the military, copy uh, for Air Force. Uh, I was having these hyper realistic dreams, not so much lucid, where I was in control, but that I could remember them vividly. After I had this crazy one where I was already in the military, and I was a gate. I don't know. I was at a I was at a gate overseas somewhere. I was posted up with a typical gear and blah blah blah. Well, something pops off, and all these Spetsnaz guys and black uh, and all black everything start popping out of nowhere, and I'm having to decide if I'm going to shoot or not, because they're closing in on the gate. Finally, they get pretty close. A rat cot, which basically like puts around in the chamber, like you know, gets ready to go. I go to shoot, and of course, nothing happens. So panic sets in. I began backing up and backing up, but they finally caught up. And when they put a hand on me, put a hand on me, I jump awake. Most exchange shit ever. Fast forward four or five years later, I land in Manas, which is a base I've been to before. Uh, then that's where I actually met with Shellshock. That's how we met out that same base. And something was like, this place seems familiar. When we came off the flight line, which is basically when your plane lands, the flight line's like, you know, just a... Mm-hmm. The tarmac, I guess you want to fucking call it. That's what the flight line is, the military. Uh, I, didn't, uh, I guess it's a military term. Uh, you come off the flight line. Uh, when I came off the flight line, I headed to the gate, and my fucking heart dropped because it was the same gate mm. my dream had um, back like from before. Four years ago? Yes. Fast forward again, and me and one of the Louisiana boys up at Echo 3, which is a post. Uh, it was Echo 3's name of the post. Uh, there was a group that we met out there that was from Louisiana. All these guys from Louisiana. They were pretty cool guys, too. Um, so that's what he's referring to, somebody who's from that Louisiana group. The same, uh, I was supposed to wear Echo 3, the same gate one night. Uh, so basically, he's at the same gate that was in his dream with somebody. Now he's working his gate. So he's having like a deja vu moment. They, kind of like a, like a weird deja vu moment. That, yeah, basically, that's what it is from his dream. Um, uh, well, that's the night all shit went to hell. We sit down have our snacks, and are settling in for our shift, and we hear a couple of short bursts of MP5 fire. Then Spitnars start coming, uh, coming in hot across the flight line, maybe 25 yards away, and black SUVs, etc. I had racked a hot and hid next to the concrete barrier and got into a Mexican standoff of sorts with their dude and that posted rear security. Uh, that shit felt like a lifetime. So basically, everything I saw in that dream came true to a point. Uh, that's why the theory I heard that Deja Vu lets you know you're about you're on the path you're on supposed to be stuck with me. Mm. Uh, hand of God, that shit really happened. So basically, he, like he had like a segment of a dream of where it basically just led up to like like basically when that moment happened to Shellshock, 
that's what went back to the dream he had. So it was like, it warned him years in advance, like, hey, you're going to go through this event. And so you see in a place, you're like, okay. So he got, he got a glimpse of the future. Yeah, basically. I had something like that happened to me before, too, when I was in seventh grade. I remember I went to bed one night and went to sleep. Uh, had a dream that I kissed a girl on a cheek. And like, you liked it. And, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kissed a girl on a cheek in gym class, right? And then... Um, you did that a week later. That same day. That same and day. And I woke up. And mm. when I went to gym class, there's like seventh grade or some shit. And I went to class today. And this chick, I was, we was like playing something. I think it was like dodgeball or some shit. And then she had said something funny. I went and I kissed her on her cheek. And my brother's like, oh shit. Like, I, like, I, but it, the girl, the, how can I explain it? It was a different girl in my dream, but they had to, they shared the same names. They shared the same names. Mm. They, they, and this is like in real life. The girl in my dream was also a girl I knew in real life too, but the girl I kissed on the cheek was a different girl, but they had the same name. But, but you saw it happen. But I saw it happen. It was just a different girl in my dream. But I remember Maybe when Maybe it's your subconscious acting upon your dream. And that could have been that too, but the thing is... Though, it is like a day apart. But the thing is, though, when I did that and I kissed on the cheek, I got hit in the fucking head with a dodgeball. I know some dude that I was talking to at the time. That's the dream so I guess my out. dream was kind of like, no, yeah. this happened in real life. Like oh. I hit with a dodgeball. So I guess like my dream was like warning me like, hey, don't do it. We, oh. we can't get all the details right, but almost we're showing you don't yeah. do this. And the one with shell shock is more like a. I think that one's a little more profound. That's just more it like, happens that's just like, years, years later. Because oh yeah. uh, I guess that dream when he had it, it really affected him to where he mm-hmm. still remember it like throughout the years. Yeah, and then when it actually happened, I. I would imagine him freaking out like, holy shit, I already seen all this shit. Yeah. So it's almost like uh, you're living a life twice. There you go. Like he re- respawn, start over from the save point. Yeah, that's what I saying, the save point. The last time he saved it was four years ago. Mm-hmm. And then he went and lived again. Boom. That's wild. Scary, too. Oh, yeah. All right, well, we're about to finish up this podcast, but we're going to... We're gonna, uh, List the names of all the the noteworthy Martians yes. that's in like the the political scene. Yes, yes, so yes. Chris is going to name all the U.S. senators that could be Martians. This is from the Kyle Odom list. Yes, yes, and all yes. the U.S. House of Representatives, all the names, and then it's going to list uh, the Israeli leadership. Oh, I don't know shit about Israeli. I was going to go over. The okay, list. we're going to we're going to cut that out. We're just going to do U.S. senators and the U.S. House of Representatives. It's going to list all the names, and if you guys like uh, recognize the name, just. Hit it up on the chat. Like, oh shit, he runs my state. <laughs> all right, all right. Go ahead with the list. Now, this I don't, is U.S. senators. Now, I don't know all of them, but there's some names that are gonna stick out that most people know. Right, Reddit. For U.S. senators. This is on you know Kyle Odom's list. Roy Blunt. Oh, that's too loud. Go ahead. Oh fuck, I was about to say run it. That's actually went good with that. I right, says so uh, Roy Blunt, Roger. But this, mind you, also too. Let's take it back. This is from 2016. So this is some of these motherfuckers probably gotten been gotten voted out and shit by now. Maybe, maybe not. But anyways, we're wrong with the list. Okay, go for it. Sorry, Roy Blunt, Roger Wicker, Richard Durbin. I kind of know that dude. Uh, Patty Murray, Tom Carper, Ben Cardin, Mitch McConnell. Oh, that's the, the top dog now. Mitch McConnell was uh that guy you were talking about. Yes, the turtle dude. He's like the most powerful motherfucker, more powerful than Trump. I would say even back when he's a fucking Martian. Uh, Roy Wyden, Tim Scott. Who, I know exactly who that motherfucker is, and he is woof. Is it Martian? Yeah, black dude. He, he vibing like that? He be... I, I said that for the podcast. He, he wild. Uh, Bill Cassidy, Barbara Mikulski, Elizabeth Warren, which, damn it, man, I do like Elizabeth Warren on some level, but... She's a Martian, sorry. She's on that list. <laughs> uh, Kelly Ayote. I think I said that's all wrong. Uh, John Barrasso, uh, Janine uh, Shaheen, 
Debbie Stabenow. Stabenow? Stabenow. Stabenow. All right. So now he's going to go over the U.S. House of Representatives. All right. So with the representatives, we've got Dan Lipinski. Well, I know who that is. Uh, Mike Quigley. Brett Guthrie. Steve Scalise. Yes. Gary Palmer. Terry Sewell. Martha Miskelly. David. Oh, shit. This is going to be a tough one. David Schwerk, uh, Schweikert. Uh, Ruben Galago, uh, Jared Huffman, Mike Thompson, Doris Matsui. Is she Japanese? That's what it sounds like. Uh, another popular one, Nancy Pelosi. She's on everybody's conspiracy She's list. definitely a fucking Martian alien UFO, Ching Chong. That was, um, these are me times too, where like every time she pops up on the news, my dad would be like, What's wrong with her skin? Why is it like so glossy? Like it's just like her behavior is weird. She, oh, she just put it on. She just put the suit on. It's like she doesn't know how to be a human. And I think, yeah, fucking yeah, because she, she kind of she does a lot of shit. I don't like you know either. you know another way you can tell somebody is fucking Martian. What's that? It's when they they wear clothes like where you see it's just it's just off. You know, like they'll wear like a like a Nike hat, a Supreme shirt. They wear like all the most like expensive gear. Like they're saying, hey, what do, like, what do humans like? And then they wear like Timberland, a Supreme fucking shirt. Why are you trying so hard to be yeah, yeah. human? They wear all these like expensive clothes and jewelry. And they're like, man, something's off with you, you human. Nothing's matching. Everything expensive just Expensive name brand. And be like, hello, yeah. fellow humans. And yeah. they're riding a bus. <laughs> actually, no, actually, actually, that would make sense if they was riding a bus. Because yeah. I see a lot of shit like that. Like that. All right, continue with the list. My bad. Okay. Amy Barra. Uh, Mark uh, Dosonier. David uh, Valadio. Devin Nunes. Fuck yeah. That dude is definitely something. If he ain't a Martian, he's fucking crazy. He's weird. He act weird. He's, he's stupid. He's, he's a Martian then. I follow him on Twitter too. He's an idiot. Who else? Uh, Lois Caps, Steve Knight, Brad Sherman, Raul Ruiz, Scott Peter, John Larson, Rosa Delaro, John Carney Jr., Jeff Miller, Tom Rooney, John Lewis, motherfucker, John Lewis. He's a legendary civil rights activist who just passed away not too long ago. Damn it, man. Well, he's a Martian. <laughs> Hank Johnson, Austin Scott, Tom Graves, Luis Gutierrez. Luke Messer, Andre Carson, and more. All right, this is, um, that's, the, that's the list. He also says, and to finish off too, he says, this is the last thing that Kyle says too, he says, this by no means is an all-exclusive list. Martians are ambig- uh, uh, ambiguous. This exists at every level of society in every nation. Some have blue-collar jobs, while others occupy positions of power. They control our government, our military, corporate America as well. They keep track of every wild human on the planet and manage us like animals in a zoo. Our freedom is carefully crafted illusion. Yep. They created this wonderful prison for all of us. Yeah. What do you, uh, what do you think about it? All this, like, even though like this guy, he did shoot up a pastor. He is in jail for like 25 plus years. But with all like the information we just read in his manifesto, do you believe that this guy was just somebody that have a mental issue and just act out his fears uh, and whatever he thought was the right thing to do. I mean, coming from somebody who watches like documentaries and YouTube videos about like crazy ass serial killers and all that type of shit a lot. Um, it seems like they're trying to make him just like, it's like a throwaway type character where I'm like, yo, y'all should actually send some people in there to like talk to him and study him. Cause like, 
Like, let's say, like, for shits and giggles, like, let's say on some normie shit, it is a real problem. Like, I'm, like, mental health in America is a real, real issue, like, straight up. And maybe that's somebody that should just, instead of just tossing in the fucking jail, maybe they need to figure out, like, a way to curve this shit before it gets to a point where uh, they're trying to attempt, attempt suicide or, you know, to kill somebody. Mm. That's the normie level shit. Now, as far as, like, on some crazy conspiracy shit, talk to them to figure out, like, is this, like, what's, like, what made you want to, like, what happened doing your trip on the meditation, like really digging more into that. So um, I don't know. It's one of the things is like, I think it's more like, I think I'm leaning more towards like a normie shit that that's most likely the problem. And he just dealt with so much stress to kind of like, it just collapsed in on him. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I do feel as if like, it's everybody's reality. It's all about perception. Everybody's reality is based off of what they perceive it as. So you, I can't tell you how you should think or feel and you shouldn't be able to do that with me or anybody else out there, especially when you haven't walked in that type of shoes, unless they're completely fucking wrong about certain things. But for the most part, everybody has their own path to walk. And it's one of the things I wish they would more try to understand like him as a person and what allowed him to go on that path instead of like toss him in fucking jail here, do your 25 years and get out 2026 or whatever the fuck ever. You know, good behavior if possible, and then we'll release you without ever trying to figure out. You know, what was your issue? What was the problem? It's like he might come out just much, just worse than he was, like I said before, worse than what he was before. And you know, he he tried to he attempted to kill somebody before, but what if he kills a hell of a lot more people this time coming out? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it should be. I think he should be taking care of a lot more. I think that I think that with a lot of prisoners in general, but. Um, so, like, do you believe that he did went through like? A, I do think he went through, and like to him, like. With him meditating, he did run into something where it kind of fucking maybe broke his own reality. Like it wasn't normal. To, to, he ran into something like a wall, like a, like I said, like a do not enter sign, and there's like so you know like you know since you went, since you want to peek on our side behind the curtain, we're gonna show you this vibe. It's like we're gonna we're gonna fuck yeah. with you now because you like, shouldn't have. You want to see? We'll show you. We'll show it's you. Like <laughs> so. I I can like relate to him like on that level. Mm. Like if you really want to see, like you can really see it, mm. and then. You know, once you see it, it's almost like, like, why am I here? Why am I seeing this? It's like uh, what I told you maybe a few weeks ago. Mm. I went on a trip, right? And then I was saying, like, I was seeing so much, like, advanced technology. And then I was like, at the same time, I was thinking, am I supposed to see this, all this right now? You know, mm. I felt like I wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah, That's why, like, I felt like I think I got, like, in trouble or something. Because mm. I felt like this is a world where only a, f- a small percent of people, they know about it. Mm. And even me speaking about it right now, they're watching me talk about this right Just now. Choose so your words carefully. I have to, yeah, I have to pick my words wisely and shit. But, like, after me seeing stuff like that, and then hearing about him talk about, like, him doing deep meditations and encountering, like, entities that he would never imagine, mm-hmm. I, I can understand, like, from his point that he, he was dealing with something that was beyond, like, like, the help that you can get from if you go to like a psychologist or something, like yeah. they would just put you on medication. Like nobody can really help you because yeah. it's out of the realm of like uh, human understanding. Because yeah. he even talks about when he went to the VA, it is like they give me medication, but it didn't help. And that's another thing too. Is like when you have problems that was on that level that people don't understand, they're, they're, there's like the way they try to fix a lot. Here, take these bottle pills. Right. You can't just, all the pills does is just 
it just blocks like uh just trying to nullify it but then eventually you run out of pills and it's, it's like that band-aid they, they really don't want you to cross over like that i think this is why like in the beginning they were banning like psychedelics because mm-hmm. they didn't want the masses to be open up to uh their brain being free to free understanding idea. like hey there is another spirit world out there mm-hmm. because this would open like a like a broad range of just like a, not just like believing like one or two type of religions because mm. there is a bunch of religions but yeah for sure how do you know which religion is correct right I just gotta follow your heart right man. this this come from an atheist it's one thing it's kind of like you just gotta follow your heart belief is like the right, right choice that you make and try to live because yeah, based off of good like, values to me I believe like you don't even if you don't believe in nothing you're still straight you're not gonna go to hell or heaven or whatever yeah. whatever you guys think you're gonna go mm. y- you don't have to believe in nothing. Mm. And you'll still be able to go to wherever your soul is actually supposed to go. Mm. It's not like, okay, you live a good life and you have to believe like like the Christian way, Catholic way, Muslim way, whatever. Mm. I don't think none of that shit. Like, of course, like it's good like for a human being, right? Like if you believe like in Christ and stuff, mm. like it helps you like, you know, become you like, on the right path. Or yeah, you know. uh, the right path of like treating people good because like, you have the little fear of thinking like, okay, I might go to hell or I might, you know, so and so. So it, it kind of, it kind of like molds a human to be like a good human being. But even like if you're like, if you don't believe in none of that, mm-hmm. but you're still a good human being, mm-hmm. I believe like your soul is going to like go somewhere nice and shit. It's like, I don't need, it's like, I don't need nothing to convince me to be a good dude. Right. It's, it's like, you don't really have to believe in nothing because mm-hmm. it's almost like a handicap. Like, let's say you, you weren't surrounded by no religious nothing. Yeah. So what's going to happen to you? Wouldn't that be fucked up? That's yeah. handicap. Yeah, what if you like, what if those people like they'd be living on them islands where right. nobody's around them and they don't believe in no Christian right. beliefs, but does that mean they going to hell? Like, mm-hmm. So that's why like when people like try to push like religion on people like that, that's like this thing that I don't like. Pump the brakes. Like, hey, like chill the fuck out. Cause do you even know like your own religion like that? Respect so it, So don't man. just push it on people. Like, hey, you got to believe this way or you're going to hell. Like, chill, chill the fuck out, dog. I always saw, <laughs> I always saw shrooms as like, you know what? Like a VPN. Going yeah. to going to like the dark web, you got that. You you're not invisible, but you got that. You got that little like a cloak over you. Like they In, they notice you. Yeah, like you kind of like like kind of like you're going through unnoticed, but they might recognize you. But they're like you know what, they're just here for a visit. You know, just let them yeah. get in, get like out. You can see, but you know your soul doesn't take none yeah. of that information yeah. back. That was, that's always kind of I was like yo, this is like the v, the VPN right here. This is right, right. <laughs> get yeah. you in, get you out. Take what you take what you learn, but yeah. Kyle, like, something like Kyle just went in without no VPN. Right. <laughs> he, he he went backstage to the concert and he he got too he, much. He got too much, man. He saw he saw the pyrotechnics and shit. They was uh-huh. they was how they was fixing it. They like tap 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 tap. Like hold on, Kyle. You ain't. Hey, what are you doing back here? What's your backstage pass, Kyle? Oh shit. All right. So this is the story of Kyle Odom. Yes. If you check his type his name in Google. It's the first thing that'll pop up. Um, it's B for B, everything we just read. Um, let, but I'll be, I'll be less funny, because I shit was funny as fuck to me. Hell um, yeah. Hold it down. Look at him in prison, man. 27 years. Let's go. Don't be like this guy, though. <laughs> or Mitch McConnell, or... Oh, that's Mitch McConnell's kid. Yo, if they don't like each other, what? Yo, I hate politics. I fuck that. Don't bring it back up. I'm about to go, I'm about to go on a rant. No. I okay. just All right, we're about to end this podcast, guys. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. This was a, a good informative podcast, right? This is actually one of my favorites right here. I'm not yeah. going to lie. This is easily top mo- five. One man. of our most organized podcasts. This is good. All right, guys. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week on Tuesday. See you guys. Love you guys. Be Peace safe. Peace out. Adios. Thank you, guys.